advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Abomination. No, it might be root beer float. Did you get root beer? No, it's Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's okay. Is it vanilla? No, shake? Banana. Abomination. (laughs) (laughs) Banana pepper. It's banana pepper. It actually doesn't taste bad, actually. Probably not. It's actually not bad. Dr. Pepper's the only diet drink that's actually okay. Like, diet Dr. Pepper doesn't really taste diet. It all has a bad aftertaste, though. It's not as good as Dr. Pepper. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying the aftertaste, like when you're drinking it, it tastes fine. I think I diet root beer, too, at some point. You know what's better than... Uh, diet Dr. Pepper. Real Dr. Pepper? No, Diet Cherry Dr. Pepper. I can't find... I was at Smart and Fun because I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to try to get like a keto fucking something. I, I'm against it. Like, it's Pinterest keto. Like, no artificial sweeteners, but oh, I the, wanted the something. The Stevia drinks? The Yeah, like, I want, I think it still fucks me up. And I was trying to look for like Diet Cherry Pepsi is what I wanted. But they did have Diet Cherry Dr. Pepper, I think. But it's in a two liter. I don't want to buy a whole mm-hmm. two liter. I was like, I just want to get like something Fuck small. Two liter, yeah. Because then you're gonna drink it all, and then my whole family's gonna start drinking diet. So I didn't want right. that. I was just trying to be bad for me, mm. not for everyone. The bell wouldn't ring. I don't know what's going on. It's it was weird. You hit it wrong. I don't know. Like the paper was touching it. Nothing can touch it. I don't know. This one. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Over here, it's like my mittens. <laughs> I was ready. You finally <laughs> got it. That was a good one. That was a fucking obnoxious bell. Sounds like we're getting on a train. Yeah. All aboard. <laughs> it's, you have to plunge it, too. It's like the Jesus no whammy Christ. show. I think I need the UFO one, then, if you've got... You want to move this over here? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Axel bought that for us, actually. There's no name on the bell, but I just thought it'd be funny if it came out that way. Wow. Joe Falcon's got a competition. (laughs) Man. We got fucking pragmatic redneck sending a shitty maid. This thing's an Axel trying to make up for a small arms with a big bell. (laughs) And then Joe Falcon over here with the ring side. That one really sounds like a fight bell, though. Oh, it is a fight bell. I know. Straight up. (laughs) Like, it's the exact tone. Like, when you hear it, you think about boxing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a ring side uh, bell. Yeah. You'll probably do better with that, Dave. I don't know what my problem was. We'll see. This one, though. Yeah, you got a fucking no whammy. It's like a game show when you got to press. Yeah. Can't go lightly. It's fucking heavy, too. Yeah. Looks like it. What are you doing, Dave? You're reading stuff. <laughs> I'm reading the letter. We have to give a special thanks to Big Daddy T and Summer's Eve. Summer's, Summer's Eve. Eve. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they, they sent us... Um, that's Taylor Hasty and Summer Dowdy. Yeah. Uh, they sent Nordstrom coffee. They sent me a, a pound. I don't know what's worse, her real name or coffee. Summer's Eve. Uh, <laughs> some time ago, and it was delicious. And then 
he uh, DM'd me as the key, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. So he slipped into your DMs. Yeah. 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 Slid right in. Because to me, if you DM me, then you're my dungeon master and we're playing <laughs> yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. That sounds so sexual. And that's your initials too. That's true. Can't there's, a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of weirdness mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. He gave me a direct message and asked if I would be interested in, in the Nordstrom Dark Roast. And I said, hells yes. And so he sent five pounds of Nordstrom's Dark Roast mm-hmm. in a giant like Sasquatch size bag. It is big. Um, yeah. It's like it an astronaut pillow. pillow. It, it looks a like pillow. a space pillow. Yeah. Before we split it up, one of us should sleep with it. <laughs> like like we do with our women yeah. yeah and then a couple of pounds of nordstrom's decaf so we appreciate that and then i also got um from robin ferguson an awesome uh prince face mask which i'll i keep meaning to post in the group and i haven't but i'll post well, that maybe, good that went to your, per, that went to your personal address Brave, no, I came so. here. I don't remember that. No, I got it last Sunday. Turd Ferguson. Well, no, I got it when we did Mind Frame right. on Thursday. Hmm. Oh, I thought I, was, I think yeah, I just saw that in passing. I don't really, I didn't see it, see it. Yeah, and then we didn't talk about it. Yeah. He sent a a picture in text, I think. Yeah, and also uh, Ryan Lashley. We do we do have your whiskey, sir. But Brad's got to work, so just me and Dave are drinking. We only drink it when we can drink it together. Right. And then Patty and uh, Patty and what's his name, Axel guy. Mm-hmm. He uh, they got us some tequila which mm. has a really cool box that folds out into a demon. Yes. But if you're not on the live stream, you can't see it. Right. Yeah. And I got to say, like, like with whiskey, we take all comers. If you're sending us like some gin or some tequila or something else, it's make that it shit better be on point. Yeah. Like yeah. it's got, it better make an this entrance. This looks cool. No, the box is dope. Like even if the tequila sucks, the well, delivery is worth I approached, like that's a, that's I approached whiskey because uh, I was a kind of a tequila connoisseur. Uh-huh. Um, the connoisseur. And when we started doing the whiskey thing, I approached whiskey like tequila, where it was like it had to be expensive or else it was going to be shit. Right. But I've been proven wrong a many a times now with that. Mm-hmm. But tequila is not that right. way. Right. Tequila, cheap tequila is garbage. Same thing with gin. There there are diamonds in the rough. I mean, you'll find, you know what that, I mean? You that can that find gin stuff. was cool. That little gin was yeah, delicious. You, you could find diamonds in the rough. But 99 times out of, out of, you know, a hundred. <laughs> fool, yeah. fool me once. Shame yeah. on you, man. Shame on me. <laughs> 99 times out of 10. Beer's on the wall. Yeah. It's, it's bad. So, <laughs> so now I'm curious to try it. So every week we uh, give love and shout outs um, to our patrons. We thank you for supporting us. Um, the number is rising, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I didn't check it. Today's um, the first, actually, and it always falls like a million. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think it, it lately hasn't been falling. You guys have been doing good. Yeah. Getting so, all your bills paid and not going to decline. We appreciate it. Um, it it <laughs> helps uh, it helps keep us in diapers um, and whiskey and ramen. It only fell 16. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. No, um, it's good. And, Everybody's uh, getting their shit together finally in 2020. It only right. took eight months. Yeah, because yeah. they got the stimulus checks keeping them afloat. Well, it's not, and they're just sitting at home doing nothing, so they yeah. can finally, you know, sit down and balance their budget. Um, but we're no uh, one does that. We anymore. give a shout out um, to uh, several patrons a week, t- so we can thank everybody. And the first on the list um, is Haley Lawson. She got hugged by her dad. <laughs> yeah. Anybody yeah. named Haley is a is a, a whore bag. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's like the comet. Certain names. The comet. Like that comet's a whore. Crystal. Yeah, that's for sure. See, and nothing like certain names, and nothing other than pistol rhymes with crystal. Yeah, there's I, certain. I names. challenge you. Depends on how you pronounce it. Minuscule. Correctly. 
I, I learned no I, i'm not like good crystal to, no like i watched a video today on our topic m&m you can make anything and, and oh yeah he said it's just a matter of what you do with it and pronunciation he said like you can't pronounce you can't rhyme orange right but he ended up with saying orange, orange in yeah. a way that like he said you know so you make it I can't do it, but he fucking rhymed crystal. it with like porridge and all Launch this the mistle. other shit. Yeah, I see. Launch yeah. the mistle. Launch the mistle, Crystal. <laughs> that works. And this is why. Ow, my wristle. Is, crystal is, sat down with a wristful. Yeah. yeah see, you know, you is, to, there you go. You add yeah, a word yeah, to it. Yeah. This is well, you have to, it still rhymes. It's yeah. just. Right. You did something you take, else. Yeah. It has two syllables and you do the same thing. Right. And it's why Brent and I don't rhyme. That's Brad's rapper. He did it right. I said mistle. It was funny, but. That's it. His worked. Wristful. Yeah, totally which was leading the hand job, which was yeah. going to be telling. <laughs> which yeah. goes full circle back to Haley yeah. being a whore bag. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Then we have Greg Scheffler. Hmm. Scheffner. I, I subtly it pronounced it with a German accent. <laughs> it was subtle. You, was, I don't know. If it was almost Argentina. That was a bad German accent. You want me to try it again? Yes. Greg Scheffner. Oh, yeah, that was good. Okay. You gargled a little bit. How, what, how is it? Scheffner? What is it? Scheffner? Scheffler. Scheffler. Yeah. Two Fs. Oh, Scheiza. It's a German canned <laughs> yeah. pasta company. Yeah. yeah. Two Fs, yeah. one Lur. That's their motto. Two Fs, one Lur. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> then we have Ryan Frost. I think he's trying too hard. Ryan Frost. Sounds like a Tony Stark name. No, that's just, he's just trying. He's the lead singer of a boy Frost. band. Yeah. yeah. His last name is like Fanuki. And he was like, Changed no, I'm going to go by Ryan Frost. Yeah. That's his, that's his actor, yeah. that's his musician comic name, book name. stage cool. name. I'm cool as an ice cube. Or maybe he's got X-Men powers, mm. but he can't quite turn shit to ice. It's just frost. Yeah. He's like, check out your grass. That's like my, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that is kind of sorry. It looks like Baker sold snow in the winter. Magneto's my, chasing us. <laughs> no worry. He's going to have to stop and scrape his windows. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my uh take that yeah it's as bad as yeah that's horrible ryan his nemesis uh, defrost my <laughs> yeah my my uh high school english teacher like in my freshman year mr pruitt he always said he's like my, his rap name was mayonnaise because he's white and smooth mm. like that's that's about as bad as that mm-hmm. then we have I thought that was fabulous <laughs> well speak of the devil <laughs> Crystal Malay. Oh, Crystal. <laughs> oh, Crystal. You, you wow. pre yeah. you pre Crystal Malay. Yeah. You, well, you I called it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's like <laughs> you hoard her like four yeah. minutes ago. Grab my mistle and get yeah. a wristful. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, now there. I'm combining it. Mine still worked. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, one one name, Anthony. <laughs> you can't Antony? pull a prince with an Anthony. No, 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 you can't. <laughs> no, that's just because he wasn't born here. He doesn't have a last name. Mm. It's just Anthony. What's your last name? He uh, was always the last one to get called on uh, when they pick for basketball. They're like, yeah, Anthony. That's that's where Anthony came from. It's just a shitty last pick. You're, you're and, Anthony. Yeah, you know, R- Ricky, Billy, Tommy, Anthony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ricky, Billy, and, and Tommy. And, Tony, I and, guess. and what's sad is Ricky, Billy, and Tommy aren't good at basketball. Right. No, 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 no. Like they're horrible. They were already the last. Yeah. Three, Tommy has know. crutches. Fucking like, standing there with his hands in his yeah. pocket, kicking rocks. Yeah. yeah. Ricky's half blind, looks like a pug. <laughs> hey, are you going to name your uh, your next dog after John Travolta's wife now? Well, what's her name? I don't know, actually. She died? She passed, yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> he's going <laughs> to the pound when he gets out Time to get here. a dog. <laughs> get off work I'm tomorrow. I'm schnauzer. I'm going to be dead tired. By get off at in. two, have a dog by 3.15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because they close at four. Right. Yeah, you got to hustle. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to love it. I'm just going to name it. You don't even know her name. <laughs> I don't. People know. It's going to come up in the comments. Yes, people know. Yeah. People. <laughs> that aren't us. Yeah. Brad's looking it up. So thank you Here to our patrons. Uh, you can go to uh, patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast. If you give as little as a dollar, you get our bonus episodes that we record every week. Um, at $5, you get early episodes. So you get everything on as soon as we post them. You have access to them. Kelly Preston. Um, yeah. Oh, Kelly Preston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that was his wife, yeah, but I, I got a dog named Kelly now. Yep. Or Preston. Huh. No. No, it's um, Kelly. And then if you give more, you get uh, special T-shirts and whiskey glasses and shit that nobody else can get or buy. And like I said last time, your father will finally love you. Yes. Yeah. It's about time. It's about time. And that's all that it takes. Takes a lot. Yeah. No, it doesn't take a lot. It takes one dollar a month. <laughs> no. <laughs> Otherwise, it otherwise it's almost impossible. This yeah. is the path yeah. of least yeah, resistance. Yeah, it is yeah. the path of least resistance. And you know what the path of least resistance is for creating a new podcast? Podbelly. That's correct. Podbelly.com. That's right. That's the website I'm talking about. <laughs> That's the website I am talking about. <laughs> it is a website that suits all of your podcasting needs. If you are interested in new technologies software, hardware, microphones, or tutorials, it is the best, it is the best website <laughs> for you to visit for free. Shaped like a boot. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a chicken nugget. Did you say the Teco winner yet? Because I'm waiting for that. No, I didn't say the Teco <laughs> winner. So um so explain the the what So the we're just trying to rules. mix it up. What are the rules? Brad wanted a yeah. wet t-shirt contest, but that's yeah, what, what happened to that. The zoom chat is for that. Apparently these fucking oh, people are going crazy so, in the zoom yeah. chat. So I didn't think they'd be excited by that. And I'm not into feet, but I, well, apparently I, they're excited. I, by I toughed it. it. Yeah. Zoom I, chat's hot. What so. happened was Teco sent us some, uh, Elie Teco socks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I bet there's some fucking ugly ass feet out there. And I thought maybe Brad was going to jump in with this big black toe. Um, but he didn't. I'm not on the group. Yeah. So even though I added him, he just keeps not doing it. But anyways, right. I said, show me your ugly ass feet in the comments below. And if they're bad enough, maybe I'll send you some socks to cover that shit up. Hmm. And we got a bunch of pictures of feet. There couldn't have been worse ones. I didn't look at it today, actually, to be fair. But we, it was fucking, you had me at, holy shit, monkey toes. Hmm. Like, this lady has an extra knuckle in her toe. Like, she could pick shit up. They're functional feet. She, yeah, probably, like, they, she could dial a fucking phone and yeah, shit. Yeah, you could pick up a sandwich with those. It looks phones. like, I mean, basically like, they're white. They're drills, hands, but white. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> like, seri- like a quarter of it is toe. Yeah, they're the middle Maybe knuckle. The middle knuckle is as long as a normal toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For they're, sure. They're extraterrestrial. So we, we, so we, we were, said, that's the one. Yeah, we were busting balls about it yeah. with each other. And um, Dave's like, who is it? And then he... <laughs> said, I don't know, someone named Willa Jean Bissell. Mm. And after we'd already been busting balls about <laughs> these feet and how... Bird we said Man they win. Had, they win. Yeah, right they now. win. Like, hands, they yeah, didn't like, know who they belonged to. I had no to. idea who they belonged to. That's what started the ball busting was me asking who they belonged to. And then when I saw Willa Jean Bissell, why would you two know? Willa Jean Bissell is actually... Jeannie Moten, my sister-in-law <laughs> from Oregon. <laughs> At which point there was many uh, what smiley, a weird small world, laughy yeah. emoticons and ha 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 ha's yeah. 
Um, Be fair, you said you couldn't unsee it now. No, I did say I couldn't unsee it. Every time you look at her, you're going to see feet. But here's the thing. Maybe your brother was really into feet, bro. I've been swimming with her. (laughs) Like, we've been to the ocean. Yeah. Like... There was never a moment where I was like, look at those feet. You just weren't paying attention. Yeah, apparently yeah. I wasn't looking. You don't at, really look at people's yeah. feet. No. I definitely don't. No, I, don't I don't like feet. Apparently like, I don't look at feet. Yeah. I'm not about yeah. it. I don't even want to see them. Like, you just thought a velociraptor walked in front of her <laughs> on the beach. Like, you saw the feet print on the beach. Like, damn, yeah, there's like, some weird ass animals here. It's not even a velociraptor. It's like hands for feet. Yeah. It's literally it's like. It's like a chimpanzee foot. Yeah. It really is. It has yeah. like a prehensile fucking yeah. appendage. You can grab shit with it. Yeah, the big toes up towards the ankle more. Like, she can swing on the monkey yeah. bars, grab it with her feet, and then make it back across yeah. her hands. She again. was Olympian, sir. Mm-hmm. So I know, her. She's I know Olympian because she... she limps when she walks with yeah. her funky ass feet. <laughs> <laughs> I know she listens, but not uh, religiously. But her um, youngest son does, right. so I'm certain he'll listen to this. Laugh his let ass know. off yeah. and then let her know. So yeah. we're gonna see if we can post the address public. So if is, you have socks, you could send. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> at at yeah. all She's costs, gonna need them. Yeah, like yeah. like maybe multiple layers. Right. Like people would send two, three socks. So go go look at the post other. if you if you feel the need to send her socks. You can send them here first, and then we'll make a sock care package. Hmm. And then I feel bad send, for her kids. Can the- <laughs> I gotta look at those things. <laughs> She probably like had him in the bath washing him with her feet while she's on her phone. It's fucking, it's, it's gonna be creepy. They thought it was all normal. She could yeah. wear a latex glove on those toes. Yeah, dude. for sure. That's yeah, it. she can count money with them. Like she, she, she's who you want in your like cocaine factory, where she can count money and fucking bag yeah, yeah, the yeah. product. Yeah, yeah. So this little piggy went to the doctor to get surgery and fix yeah. that shit. So you'll, <laughs> so you have won the L Yucateco hot sack. Yes. Um, I suppose you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, man. It's jarring. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like a movie yeah, you know, it, it's fitting. It's it fitting. sounds like an it wants, smoker. It wants to be big. Look at the dingleberry in there. I'm pretty it, sure this is called the dingleberry. Is yeah. it not? Is it? Yeah. It it's, is. it's like a berry. It's hanging. It dingles. Yeah. Well, it's just like Axel. It wants to be big. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Like right. it's just. It's. Right. It doesn't. It's not fully there. Right. It's very. It should, it should be like a little ding. That'd be funnier if it had like ding. just yeah, one of those tiny ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the fuck? So I think, is that all our... Uh, I think that is our, our responsibilities. Our obligations have been met. Obligations. Mm. Prefrontal? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so Full frontal it's obligations. prenatal. It's before we have the baby. Um, our topic today, this uh, has been on multiple lists for uh, quite some time. And then we recently, for our 500th episode, we asked, what should we talk about on our 500th episode? And there was sort of a new surge of topics that were posted on the Patreon app. And uh, it was on there again. So I f- we floated a bunch of different topics just from that list this week. And the topic, as you already know, because you've downloaded it and seen it, is Eminem. Yeah. And we'll probably get some hate because people, anytime we've talked about Eminem in the past, um, people have always threw shade our way. Why, though? So to speak. It's I don't hard know. to some argue people, with, well, like, awards and yeah, fucking but some sales. People, some people don't like... I mean, some people just don't like maybe the hate speech. Like the maybe yeah. in this climate too, though. I thought about that. Like people get in trouble. Like Jimmy Fallon did blackface. You know, what I mean, right. Ellen yeah. DeGeneres is in trouble right yeah, now. Yeah, like yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Stupid. you're like, but somehow, like Eminem is just like, like no, that's he does that though. So. Well, it's I mean, like, Jimmy Fallon's been... a nice guy, <laughs> and you're like, but he did blackface. But here's here's the thing. I it's it's one of those things that, that's hard to for a lot of people to separate, and I don't really have a problem separating it. But and I I don't I don't think it's an accident that he that Dr. Dre was the one who went after him. Right. Because even if you watch the NWA movie, you listen to any interviews with the guys, they were like, no, we are us. And like 
Ice Cube is a character. Like he's a character in NWA and I'm speaking from a perspective that isn't even necessarily my perspective. It's It's like alter ego that resonates, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. So there's Marshall Mathers who is Eminem, but then there's Slim Shady Mm -hmm. and the worst raps, the most disturbing, the most homophobic, the most whatever are done by Slim Shady. So and it's like this Borat. Is, this is a social, it's like a sociopathic character kind of, right? yeah. that he puts on. Cause he, cause he did, uh, I mean, not that long ago, there was like, he did this like poem slash rap against Trump. You know what I mean? Then oh, he that had, BET yeah, there's like, yeah, there's like a whole, like it was kind of political right? and it was like a, a movement thing. You know what I mean? Where, you know, so that shows his, the Marshall Mathers right. side, you know, where right. the, the part that he's, He's partial to certain things. And then, yeah, like you said, there's the Slim Shady where he wants to kill his ex and the mom and right, fucking, you right. know, drown the babies. So, and, and I don't, I mean, I, I don't know what songs he would consider to be a Marshall Mathers versus a Slim Shady song. And I don't know that it's a perfect alignment of, oh, all the, the homophobic stuff was just said by Slim Shady. Yeah. And that, like, I think I did read I somewhere he said like those relapse, he didn't do anything like Slim Shady. No, said. there's it some albums. It didn't where, fit. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Even I, I believe like the Marshall Mathers LP. I mean, it's called that because which are not, not those are not. His, Slim Shady. Those are his lesser, I guess, not as good albums, I guess you could say. Because you know, if right. you look at the, if you're looking for, especially though, because I watched a lot of videos doing this research. And if you go back to his like late 90s, early 2000s videos that are just like comic book colored, right? Mm. Over the top, like carnival yeah. A Superman in costume. Like, that's all Slim Shady. Yeah. Like that's Dressed over like Marilyn the top, Manson. like crazy. Mm-hmm. When even like Dr. Dre is like, you know, Shady, you're a base head. And like yeah. even Dr. Dre is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. It's yeah. like, cause that's the character Slim. So I don't know when I, when I see stuff like that, especially in rap, I, I, with some, I mean, not with everybody, I'm sure a lot of them aren't like that with some people I'm able to make that distinction. And maybe you're not, maybe you look at that and think, no, it's hate speech and I'm not down for it or whatever. Totally. I totally understand that, but I don't know. I see a difference between the art and the artist. Yeah. I watched a video like, uh, yesterday or the day before, and it was just like the top, like 10 or the top 20 videos that SNL did that you could not do now. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, man, this is bullshit. Like it's just they're funny. It's fucking right. funny. Yeah, right. Like they're just doing a joke. You know what I mean? Like there's a Richard Pryor fucking Chevy Chase shit. Like yeah. that one's kind of fucking crazy. I was like, I'm uncomfortable where they do word association. Oh yeah. yeah and he yeah, says like tar baby one. and a bunch that's of shit to Richard one. Pryor that's and Richard really Pryor's going crazy. Yeah. Fucking awesome skit. But like, yeah, I get it. Like now, like it's just not, it's not the climate for it, but like, don't get mad about some shit when it was the climate for it is my problem with that. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't evil and vindictive or, or even like racially charged. I don't feel like at that point they were just doing comedy. Right. And I mean, I don't right. think Richard Pryor did that against his will. Well, you there's mean? different, there's different types too. Like Jimmy Fallon did a really good Chris Rock impression, yeah. but he had blackface on, you know right. what I mean? People yeah, are not having that but shit. It's, it's, it's ridiculous because you know, and that's one of the issues. Like I was just talking to somebody actually. Um, and he was saying like, no, like, when you say racism is funny, it's not race. Racism is when you hate somebody because right. of a color, right? And that's never funny. It's it's not funny. But right. when you're making fun of culture, mm-hmm. 
that is where the funny happens right. because white people do weird shit. Black people do weird shit. Right. Mexicans do weird shit. Right. Asians, whatever. Right. And, and it's like a when you're, it's like a caricature. Like when you go get yeah. that painting in Venice beach, it's not really you. And you have a giant fucking nose and like the big giant ears. Like they found these little features about you that accentuate you. Yeah. Right. It's right. doing that in like a, a comical sense. You're well, saying like, Oh, they really like to do this or they really yeah. do that. They always do this. It's just, well, it, and it's one of those things where like now, we don't really have a Richard Pryor. No, we don't have a George Carlin. No, you know what I mean? Like, no, like for really this, don't. for this generation, for the no, kids really growing don't. up now, uh, we don't have that. And, and back when we were growing up, we had those comedians, you know, you had the Chris rocks right. the, and Chris rocks still around now, but he's not doing comic, you, you know, know the, comedy you know like the he was. The closest thing we have right now is triumph the insult dog the insult comic is he still dog. doing shit yeah he's still doing shit i didn't know that i love that yeah. triumph the is the own is the because it's so ridiculous right i mean it's a fucking it. puppet dog with a cigar and it can say shit oh yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. If, if it's, if it's Robert, anthropomorphic it's if a, robert it's a, smigel who was performing it was standing there doing it holding yeah. a microphone in your face he'd get fucking banned but he's a rottweiler with a cigar exactly so <laughs> dude the westminster dog show and the fucking uh the star wars line the, the guy's oh God, waiting dude. in line for star wars when triumph so goes out there good he's like which, which one of these buttons do you press to, <laughs> to have your mother pick you up <laughs> for me to poop on I fucking love that. Yeah, no, yeah. he's still he's. That all started on Conan, yeah. Yeah, Fuck, yeah. That was yeah he did the skits. Out on the we yeah. used to say that constantly, man. That was like yeah. a fucking like how you get stuck on the Beavis a butthead thing, right? For me to poop on right. constantly. So, um, but anyway, and I do understand, but I also understand the other side. I mean, even the same thing with NWA. Arguably, NWA's glorification of gang culture might have led to thousands of deaths in gangland LA yeah. because it made it glamorized a particular gang culture that made yeah. more people wanted like that might be the side yeah. effect of the art, you know, and that's unfortunate. And it might be the side effect of the art that someone listening to Eminem lyrics took them seriously and now doesn't well, that's like why he does the, you know, he does this, he does the song Stan, but it's, if you don't like homosexuals or you don't, you know, or, or LBGTQ, whatever right, the fuck, right. you know, you want to call it now, mm -hmm. um, that's, you already don't, you know what I mean? Like right, listening right. to a song and that's the argument of video games, make kids go out and kill people. Music makes people kill people or do things. It's, it's not, you align yourself with things because I, I listen to hip hop all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, daily, and I and I hear new shit, and right now especially, um, and he just wants to punch babies and fuck dead people in the grass, yeah, and that's fine. not even happening yeah. on the hip hop. He's better on the hip hops, right. you know what right. I mean? Like, um, but I hear now like new songs, new rappers are coming out, and there is a lot of anti-white stuff, right? And and I just I listen to the music, and I okay, I I understand the right. so, the the point yeah. of view. Right. You look at this mirror isn't for me. Yourself. Change yeah. the song, whatever. But I'm not gonna go. You know what I mean? Like, and I hear other stuff, right. and I'm not I'm not I I pick the stuff that I align with already. Right. You know what I mean? So if you're into that, you're gonna watch movies about it. You're gonna watch. Know. You know, some you're people don't be, have their own ideology though. No, there that's are and that's that true. For sure. That's I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I'm saying for I think a majority of the like, there's motherfuckers that got blue jeans, big white t-shirts, and bleached their fucking hair and cut it short. Lots of tons people. Sure. of them. Yeah, yeah. Think about lots I of mean, people, but yeah. it doesn't mean that they're going out and killing their, yeah. their ex-wives right, or right. girlfriends and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They might want to. And that's the and that's you the know? other thing. I we mean, all he, want to. He, yes, we just don't write songs about it. He yeah. even addresses. Well. <laughs> he even addresses a lot of these things in his art and in his life. I mean, I mean, a Slim Shady doubles down on things. So it's like he wrote. I can't remember what song or what album, but early on he wrote a lyric 
that um that talked shit like made made I can't remember made some joke about Christopher Reeve being in a wheelchair. Yeah, um, yeah. And then he got a shitload That's the one of negative press, yeah. just tons and tons mm-hmm. of it. And then the next time there was an LP with Slim Shady on it, he doubled down and said way worse shit. Yeah. You know, and it's like and that's what he does. Like if he gets a bunch of pushback about something yeah. he said, he's going to double down next album and say even more. Yeah. And it's not it's not an accident and it's not because I'm boy, I hate you twice as much now. It's like, he also know, like, I think one of the things that he was really good at all throughout his career, especially early on was what can I say that is going to be so over the top it's a push button and push, push button. people yeah. over the fucking edge. Like the more I can affect, cause he's like, I'm already, I'm already struggling with my audience. Cause black people aren't going to want to listen to me. Yeah. Right. So it's like, so fuck it. Let me say shit. That's going to make white people not want to listen to me too. Yeah. <laughs> like let yeah. me just double down on <laughs> everybody it, you know? hates you. Yeah. And then even like in his personal life, like he ended up doing, you know, the, the, when he got offered to do the Grammys, I think it's in the notes. We'll get to it. But um, he was he he wanted to do Stan his song Stan for the for the Grammys. Yeah, and he fucking called Elton John and was like, "Yeah, Elton John wanna... loves him." Dude. No, now they're like best fucking friends. Yeah, he, when he loves him. When he relapsed and went back, and he was like going falling back on drugs again. Elton John called him every day. He was his like, and support. Was, and was his sponsor and was yeah. like, don't do it, man. Like, Elton John said crazy shit like that. Eminem gives him the chills in a way that he hadn't felt since like Mick Jagger and a bunch of fucking crazy shit. You're like, like that's crazy what high level well, musicians yeah. hold him in such a high regard right. and have so much respect for him. I mean, I'm no high level musician, but when you, like I said, I've, I've, I've said it and I'll say it again. I don't like his voice. I don't like the sound of right. the rap Elton, oh, Eminem. of Eminem. Ah, cause I love but, it. Like that's one of the things that draws me to him, but I overlook it. Right. And I don't, it's not like somebody, Oh, I'm gonna go download Eminem today. Like, Oh, but if it comes out on the album, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. And there's certain songs that I'm like, Oh, this is, this is fucking the right. jam right here. Right. But, um, I overlook it because I I'm listening to the lyrics. Right. I'm not actually hearing. I'm just right. listening. I, right. I'm seeing the words. How's so he, like, what did he the do? Flow, the, 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 the flow, the switch ups, the flip flops, the, the word play. Like that's what I'm listening to. Is that, and what's that song? Godzilla. Is that the fucking crazy one where he's just like, there's it's a million a miles of a fucking hour. There's that's it's the latest them, one where it's there's like so fucking them. fast. That shit's not sped up. A rap, god. No, dude. rap god maybe it's rap god yeah yeah uh, yeah i mean there's there's a lot of them that that are it's so fucking fast i'm like <laughs> yeah and the thing that's and i i've never been able to explain it because i'm not a musician but it's like and now a lot of people do it but i don't remember ever hearing anyone do it before he did it but it's like the way the way he'll break up words to rhyme them with shit that they don't rhyme with and the way sometimes he'll be he'll be rapping to a beat that isn't even in the song. I don't even know how to yeah. explain it. it it's Godzilla. like the beat is doing what it's doing that's, and that's he's hitting creating, some totally different. That's creating your own flow. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like when he does, when he does a song uh, with another artist, m- m- most of the time, let's say two artists do a song together. It's like hard not doing, to follow the other person. Well, flow. you, you have the flow and it's like part of the song, you know, mm-hmm. so if one person's flowing this way, you come in flowing the same way it's just right. your verse. with your own yeah. wordplay, your own verse, right? Eminem doesn't do that necessarily. He comes in and there's other beat. artists who don't, there's tech nine. There's, you know what I mean? There's a lot of artists. But he does it in really his own songs too. Flows, like he'll he'll yeah. drift in and out yeah. of the flow of the song. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. and it's, and I, I remember like, well, there's I was four like, different was the flows. first person I heard do it. Yeah. There's like four different flows in one verse. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it'll sometimes there's two in some persons, you know what I mean? They'll do, right. they'll flow in, they'll come in slow and then move to fast and then go back to whatever they were doing before. But Eminem will change and go from one to something completely different, to something completely different, to something completely different, all in one verse. And you're right. like, oh, fuck. Like, nobody's nobody's doing that. Right. You know, nobody right. nobody's done that. Right. Um, and, and some people, like I said, are now. I mean, there's there's people like Tech 9 who mm-hmm. have uh, their own flow, their own shit. And it's like. And he was probably doing some of that stuff before. <laughs> he was, was. Yeah. Well, not even necessarily before, but they were kind of the same timing. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people are just that good. Um, but Eminem isn't called, you know, the greatest of all time for nothing. You know, right. it's like Michael Jordan. Right. You know what right. I mean? It, it's the, he's the Michael Jordan of rap. Right. No matter what you say about, Oh, you know, LeBron James is better than Jordan or whatever. It's, it's not, nobody, nobody's saying that, it, you know, everybody's saying that this guy is the best for a reason. Right. Not right. you armchair coach. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Like, like, like one of the interviews that I read, um, was talking about Dr. Dre and and I'd heard the story a couple of times. I think it was, I think we might've even talked about it in that episode where we talked about Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine um, talked about it. But Jimmy Iovine is the one who got the, the Slim Shady EP, which was the single that he had made before anybody knew who he was. And he heard it and he, like he said that he heard the tape and then he wasn't even going there, but he immediately drove over to Dre's house yeah. and they went into the basement. He was like, Dre, you have to listen to this tape. And Dre said he listened to it and said, who the fuck is this guy? How come I've never heard of him before? And Dr. Dre said, in my entire career, I and have Dr. never said. I have never listened to, <laughs> to one demo tape that made me give a shit about the person. He said he never found life. or discovered yeah. anyone off Through of a demo that, tape. someone that handed him yeah. a demo yeah. tape. Yeah, yeah. except that. and he heard this. And he I remember like, when I was watching. Because usually demo tapes are garbage. Yeah. Once the, the, the Jimmy, uh, when we covered Jimmy Iovine, uh, there was, a, I watched a documentary. There was like a music documentary thing. It was, it was the thing on HBO. Yeah, and then they yeah. talked about um, when Eminem showed up at the studio and he wrote like Slim Shady or My Name Is or one of those two. Right. Uh, he, he wrote it right there in front of him. Yeah. Like in real fucking time. Like right. he just had it. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> and that's like, like one of the best selling fucking yeah. singles ever. Yeah. So, um, the, he beat like Beatles and fucking Michael Jackson records and shit. Yeah. Like, cause oh, he the had defiant ones. He had defiant ones. God yeah. damn it. 10 number, like albums consecutively debut at number one or something crazy. Yeah. 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 Which no one like that's saying a fucking lot. Still, no his, one's done his that. His second album is still, the highest selling album in rap or hip hop in history. Wow. Yeah. Like still, I mean the only like other, there, but it's it, a different, it was a different yeah, time. Right. I mean, right now I don't think even the most popular rapper could hit those numbers well, because it's not, I went to the record store and bought the, re- yeah. it's all streaming. It's a different number now. Yeah. It's a different number. But, li- but like little Wayne now, like little Wayne has sold more than the Beatles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lil, Lil Wayne is, is kind of they're They're, you know, Drake, you know what I mean? There, right, there's rappers right. out there that are doing, I mean, Drake started, I mean, I, I blame Drake for the mumble rap. Like really? he, he, he doesn't mumble rap, but I, he, it started because of him. Like right. the, the flows, everything is right. a Drake flow, but guys suck at it. So they just mumble like, and so, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, but I mean, you have guys like Drake, you have guys like Lil Wayne, you have Eminem, you know, these, these, I mean, they are their own and they are huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're, they're, they're each a pinnacle. They're each a different mountaintop. Right. Um, Eminem has done a crazy amount of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and same thing for some of these other guys, but like you said, the, the timing's different. The, 
yeah. the way that they sell are and different. even just the shit that he comes up with like i've i had like when stan came out and if you don't know stan you might give it a listen never heard anything like it in my life and i was like what the fuck is this like the way he can tell a story in yeah. a rap and tell you know i wish i could remember the guy's the name someone gave him that dido track guy who i mean it's basically an, an epistolary story written in letters that this guy is sending to Eminem about his deteriorating mental state. And I watched an and interview. And how it's spurred by the fame and by the persona of Eminem. And he thinks he's living up to It's fucking great. It's brilliant. And, and he heard dark, it and knew it immediately. And yeah. Like someone gave him that Dido track and they were like, he said, I knew right. It's an obsessed fan. Like he was talking about, he just knew it. He had the story and just fucking mm-hmm. wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. some people just hear that. And, and what's, what's crazy though, is like you have rappers like uh, atmosphere, uh, mm-hmm. atmosphere or a slug, or, you know, he goes by a couple of different names too, but atmosphere who's a, a Midwest rapper um, is a great storyteller, great storyteller. But unlike Eminem, Eminem is a good storyteller but he's also a really good rapper. Right. You know what I mean? And so right. he can, he can flip back and forth mm-hmm. between those modes mm-hmm. where atmosphere, he's a good rapper, but he's a storyteller. Right. You know what I mean? So you have that, that versatility. He he's two rappers in one, right. You know, or right. four, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. and so as opposed to these other guys who are really good at what they do, they're good writers, they're good rappers, but they're just them. Right. Yeah, and that, and that's, that's what separates Eminem uh, and that's why he is what he is. I yeah. mean, that's why he is the Titan he's the, that, that he he's is the in the ghost. industry. Yeah. Um, so he was born, uh, Marshall Mathers. He was actually born in Missouri, which I didn't know. Um, and uh, shortly after, uh, he was born, his father bailed on him, um, headed to California. Um, so he's raised by a single mother. They're very poor. Um, if you believe his version, which I'm sure is sensationalized and exaggerated for the sake of his songs. Um, yeah. she I don't was, know. She looks pure white trash. When you she see does look pure white she trash. She got like those feather bangs. Yeah, like you but, see it in her face. Like you just see the, the genealogy. Happen well, I'm sh- <laughs> like he, he alleges a lot of uh, mental abuse and yeah. neglect. You can hear pill bottle shaking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can hear it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure that he hates her as much. No, as, he had like an apology song at as some point. The, as the persona. Well, I hates. think you go through, I think you go through stages. Sure. Um, I, mean, I mean, she did sue him for $10 million. So, right. Yeah. I mean, you go, well, yeah, it's slander. I mean, it's, you go through stages, especially with your parents, like mine, you know, it was, you know, at first when you're young and you're, you don't realize what's happening and then you get old enough to know and you're like, fuck these people. I hate them. And then you get older. Like I am now, I just don't care anymore. It's not even a, it's not an issue anymore. You know, like you, you've, you've moved past the hurt and the pain and the whatever, you know, and you're just on to something else. You have your own shit right, now, right. which is, which is kind of similar to what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's, that's the natural progression of things, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Um, so he has a rough childhood. She's abusive. The father's not there. They're poor. They move from like different relatives house to different relatives house, just trying to constantly know, in a spare yeah, bedroom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know, a couple months here, a couple months there. So he never has a stable household. He never has a stable school. He never builds up those sort of social skills as a child from being in the same. He was kind of hyperactive you know. too. Like uh, it was, I watched a documentary last night and it was crazy because every person that, they, I mean, they cut it really well in the documentary, but there was this one question, like, what, how would you describe him as a child? And everybody was rocking back and forth in their fucking chair. Like he goes, he was talking to his uncle 
And he was like, he was doing this thing where he's like bouncing, can't do it in this chair. He's like bouncing off the back seat. He's like that kid bounced off the back seat to music. He's like from the age of one till eight. He's like that kid bounced off the back seat and then they switched to his mom and she was, and she's moving back and forth. And she's like, he would just bounce. He's bounced and bounced to music. He loved music. He bounced off the seat. Mm -hmm. Then they switched to like some friend of the family and then grandma and every fucking person said until he was eight years old, he was just bouncing off the seat in the back of the car. Part of it being like, oh, you're ADD hyperactive. Um, which is why she sprinkled Vicodin on his food, you know, yeah. or whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> Valium it was. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Calm him down. Yeah. Um, the it's terrible. Oh, slow-mo juice. A social worker described the, uh, the mother as having a very suspicious, almost paranoid personality. Um, and so, I mean, that's the, that's his home life. Right. But then the fact that when he finally, when they finally do land in Detroit, and they live on on or they live in eight mile like it's the area that separates like the you know at the time the sort of black ghetto from the white ghetto of Detroit um and he's the like one of the things I read said that on his entire neighborhood he was one of three there were three white people in the neighborhood yeah they said that was, he lived on the line that was like upper lower class like that basically someone would get forced out of their house because they couldn't pay their mortgage but like someone would move in that could afford it. And so there was like this animosity and like judgment mm. from like the poor class because that motherfucker lives in my old house. And they would like cross associate, like they're the reason you don't live at your house anymore. Right. Right. Because right. like, Oh, you yeah. fucking white motherfucker, like yeah. mad because they live in my old house. Right. Well, and, and so it's, I think that's something and, that, I think that's something that happens. Cause like I lived in a poor neighborhood, mm-hmm. but I was, they call me the rich kid or whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't have any. I'm putting fucking water in my Captain Crunch. Right. You know what I mean? Like my daughter I, gets shit because she's white. She yeah, gets shit because and, she's and, white. They, they uh, tell her she's rich. And I'm like, yeah, fucking far from it. Yeah. That, and that's something that, that is yeah. a generational mm-hmm. uh, like culture thing. Like uh, a lot of my friends were Mexican and black. And I had, I don't know, there's fucking maybe 10 white kids. Right. They went to my school and, and everybody acted Mexican and black though, you know, and, and that's who, that's who, that's the neighborhood, you know? Right. And, uh, but yeah, I was the, I was the rich kid. Cause I had, a, I lived in a house, didn't live in an apartment. And then I had my dad stole stuff from foot action and foot locker <laughs> right. where he worked shoes. at. Yeah. So I had nice shoes and jackets and shit. Right. You know, but, but, but that's what matters. it wasn't paid for. No, yeah. But matters. I was the yeah. rich kid. That's you know, like, I was rich. White kids boy. are yeah. evil, man. I got yeah, so man. much shit for having those payless shoes. I had yeah. British nights that my mom saved up so much money for. I went to the North high pool and they stole my fucking uh, British nights. Cause you don't lock your shit up. Yeah. yeah. And then I ended up with XJ 900s that mm, look like British Knights, damn, but dude. they yeah. fucking. I had some of those. Yeah. I, I had some brown judged, ones. XJ 900s yeah. from Payless. And then my backpack came yeah. free with those shoes. And so I had an XJ 900 <laughs> backpack. It wasn't even a backpack, it was like a duffel bag thing that you carried. And I had my shit in it. That's Fuck, man. Rough, dude. It's bullshit. Kids are mean, man. That still bothers me a yeah, little bit. I, you know? I still want to beat this fucking kid <laughs> I up. Tell. I can whip his ass now. Fuck. <laughs> I think I beat up somebody in a pair of like fake Nikes. They were East Sides mm-hmm. from Payless, like, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I beat up somebody on them because they were trying to tell me they were fake, and I was like, "No, I took the logos off." You I said took the, you logos took the logos off. off. Yeah, I took the logos <laughs> off of them. I remember I had a uh, I had a shirt. My mom would go to the Saga Swap Meet and buy all the rip off shit, so it still looked like I had a Stussy shirt. Oh, uh-huh. But they'd have like airs and shit on something. Starcy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I had a Gotcha shirt or something, and the tag was upside oh, yeah. down on the front. I never noticed it because it's like in the logo was like all in a design. And yeah, so it was right. like your tags upside down or they'd pull your fucking shirt back and check the back. 
and they would know based off it says like fruit of a loom and it doesn't say Stussy. <laughs> but the like, front you're says Stussy. Catch an elbow. Yeah. <laughs> pulling out my shirt. Yeah. Let's tear the tags off. Yeah. Are fucking mean. Yeah. Yeah. If I tore the, they yeah. would know if I tore the tag off. Yeah. Bastards. So, um, he, when he was nine, according to one article that I read, he was beaten up so bad because he was the white kid that he fell into a one week coma. 10 days. Yeah. That fucking kid that he said he tried to sue him or whatever was the kid, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. That said, he, I just shoved him. Um, they told the story. The mom talked about it. Um, he got hit with a snowball that had a heavy metal object or something <laughs> in the middle. They don't say what it was, mm -hmm. but the kid attacked him in the bathroom with metal that was hidden in snow and left him in there. And he was bleeding and unconscious for Fuck. three hours before someone found him like fucked up, like really fucked up. And he's little dude. He's a kid. Nine, they went yeah. and found him. And then uh, he was in the hospital for 10 days and had to relearn how to tie his shoes and do like remedial fucking tasks, like brush your teeth. He had like special therapy for years just to get back to normal, to be able to tie his fucking shoes. That explains everything. Yeah. Yes. Like head injury for sure. You can come back from a head injury the and cuss like that a sailor. Kid, dude. He didn't know this. But yeah. I know that, like in the 1950s, there was a very story. exactly yeah. there was a very rare uh, meteorite fell to Earth called Rapparite. That was it. And <laughs> I think that kid picked up a chunk of Rapparite, packed it in snow, hit him in the head busted him in the head, yeah. and then he woke up Eminem. Yeah, like that's what he gave just him wasn't his writing power. yet. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he already like, loved yeah, music. Yeah. Exactly. It just yeah. connected with the right. Well, person. it seemed like his he was a nice was little kid, and you could like head injuries can completely change your personality. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, ten-day coma is no fucking joke, dude. And his personality is a trip. I know a lot of people from Michigan that are exactly like this. It's like when you see him on camera, like he's just—he's always got that that fucking Detroit grit down on his face. Like very seldom does he smile. Mm. Very seldom does he expose anything, but kind like quiet. a but a mild grit down, right. like a mild. What the fuck are you looking at? Not like over the top, but just like that's the persona. But then it's like you'll see him do an interview. Or you'll see him do like the, the, he did a thing with Stephen Colbert where they were like doing, they were announcing small, like small town news yeah. and he was still doing his, I'm fucking Eminem, like grit down. But the shit he was saying was fucking wildly funny. He is a wildly funny motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, look at his videos, listen to his lyrics. And every so often, like you'll see a shot where it's like him and Dre or him and 50 Cent or something. And you'll see him like with them where that persona isn't up and he's laughing. And, but like, as soon as he realizes it, like that comes back on. And I suppose it's extra bad if you're the fucking white kid. Yeah. You know, you've really got to have your, your, I didn't know like on. Michigan had a thing. I remember I was sitting at jujitsu one night uh, with my son and some guy was talking and I was like, we had just got back from uh, Rob's house and I had mm. never really hung out or heard. And I didn't realize that it was a thing. I just mm. thought Rob sounded like how Rob sounded. I didn't know it was a Michigan thing. And I was sitting there and this fucking guy is in front of me. He's talking, he's talking, he's talking. He's like, dude sounds just like Rob Van Dam. And I was like, Hey man, where are you from? He's all, Oh, Michigan. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. That's a thing. Like there's an accent oh, and like everybody full, has an accent. Yeah. yeah. Full accent. Yeah, we have a, a California Michigan accent. accent. Yeah. I, don't think, I know. I know. I went to Europe and like people were like, oh, you're from California. Yep. I was like, did I say totally right. tubular or right. some shit? Like right. what did I say? And if you really know accents, you can probably tell we're from Bakersfield. Yeah. Because you'll hear the California with like a little slice of Oklahoma in it because that's what we have. I'm from Bakersfield, man. It's, it's, I, yeah, I, call, talking I call it Coklahoma. Nice. <laughs> yeah. My accent. Are you so, from Oklahoma? He heard his first rap song, and it was uh, Reckless with Ice-T on the Breakin' soundtrack. Props. 
Ice T narrated the the documentary that I watched last night. Oh, did he? And he was like, from Ice T, he kept referring to himself. Yeah. Even instead of saying like my track, I, you can't. I guess yeah, you're, you're narrating. narrating. You know. Yeah. And plus, it's like his voice. His voice is just so distinct. Yeah, it is. Um. So loved him on uh, SVU. <laughs> I've never watched that. Yeah. It's also got uh, Manigo Montoya. Law and Order. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Law and Order. Yeah. yeah. So um, the at some point, like he's horrible in school. The only thing he cares about is English and words. He flunks freshman year like three times. Uh, he was almost going to be yeah, 18. Ninth grade. <laughs> yeah. He, he, and then he dropped out. At 17. So he, yeah. He, he's like a fucking yep. grown ass man as a, a freshman. Third, third year freshman. And then instead of being a fourth year freshman, he just fucking dropped out. Would they let him stay? He didn't be in like 22 years old by the time he graduated. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's weird. He couldn't yeah. date any of the girls. Right. Yeah. Like, he's just like. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> so, but in that, so he was 15 and he starts staying 13 years old kim who's uh the kim from every fucking album you Mm -hmm. know um and uh you know she had the same kind of shitty upbringing sexually sexually abused by her father poor like you know but they the she was homeless and they let her move in um because she didn't have any place to stay and then they ended up becoming a, a couple and then in 95 um they had their daughter Haley jade um, who just graduated from U of M with a degree in psychology. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause fucking on old. his first album, she's just a straight up fucking little baby. baby. Yeah. Like, you know, well, that's why, that's why like, um, uh, machine gun Kelly and them, everybody got in trouble now because they mentioned Haley mm. and now she's old enough and they're talking, you know, they're talking right, shit, right, you know? Right, and so, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not something you want to do. He's, no. he's been a uh, protective, yeah. uh, yep. her whole life. So, so, um, and again, you know, he and Kim had an on, on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, mm-hmm. off again. They got married. They got divorced. They got remarried. They got re-divorced. That quote that he'd um, rather have a baby out of his dick. He'd rather give birth to a baby out of his dick than get married again. <laughs> yeah. <you> see that? <laughs> yeah. And then he still got married again. Yeah. To, to her again. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think that also, I think that plays into the fact that once it's like, I always look and it's like when you see celebrities, like famous, wealthy people who have had a long lasting relationship, they either, they have a relationship with one of two types of people, either another celebrity or someone who they knew before they were a celebrity, right? Because you can't trust anyone no. else. Like it's everyone else is after the money or after the fame or after the lifestyle. Or even so if like, they're not consciously after yeah. it, it's the reason they like you, right? You know right. what I mean? Like they're they're not thinking well, think, that. Think but. about anybody who dates his daughter, right? Like they're like, oh fuck, it's Eminem's yeah. fucking daughter. But it's that, like, if he, especially if they like Eminem, that's right. gonna make it. That, they're going to like her right, that much more. Right. Like, it's going to be crazy. So, but if he started, like, dating fucking Beyonce or something, he's like, well, she's not after my money. Right. She's not yeah. saddling up to me to get the fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we can just hang out, you know. Um, and but, it's, so and I, they're, I, they're relatable. Like, they, right. they understand your fucking pain that right, you can't go to the right. grocery store. But I think that that's probably, I would guess, complete speculation, but I would guess that's probably why he ended up back with Kim. Yeah. Because it's like, I know the fucked up shit we did, but it's not all these, you know, females right. who are just trying to, to get some of what I got. Like, you're going to have more trust about what her motivations are, I guess. Yeah. But So he starts uh, uh, rapping early on. 
Um, he calls himself Eminem, just like the candies M and like M. He, he, they said he, even at a young age, he would try to rhyme. And then his parents were in a band. His dad was a musician before he left. His mom oh, was in that right. band. They were in a daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. That's sweet. What do you mean? Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, M&M though, like M and M he's so creative. Yeah. And yet. That's the name he started with. Right. You know well, what I mean? It's his like, initials. It's his initials. You know, I know. It was probably 15. Yeah, I think people yeah, immediately guess, don't realize yeah, Marshall right. Mathers, yeah, yeah. Eminem. They think like candy. I right. think that they've done, right. you know. Yeah. How do you not think of the candy first? I know. Right. It's just horrible. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's bad. But yeah. even when he worked. I guess he is young. Yeah, he worked right. at a restaurant, and I guess, and the, uh, the cooks and everything. Well, he was a short order cook, but he said everyone in the kitchen said that when they yelled out an order and shit, he would even turn whatever the fuck was going on in the kitchen into like a rap or a rhyme constantly. And I saw a clip from 60 Minutes where he was back at that restaurant and was like, they said know, he was a good cook, actually. taking pictures with people who worked there. And That's you even like for one second, like some dude, wa- some dude yeah. walked into the room and you just saw it. I mean, he just fucking lit up and it was like, yo, because yeah. like, you know, this they like worked together back in the day or whatever. But yeah. um, he's like, I'm making a burger yeah. from a cow. They had to murder. Got some lettuce <laughs> from the ground. They had to turn up, you know, <laughs> see, <laughs> um, so uh, he's just doing like fucking dead end jobs, making ends meet while he begins rapping and he starts to get into the underground rap battle scene in Detroit and he really fucking excels at it. Like from, from an early age, like he's sort yeah. of the, the king, he becomes the king of the, yeah. of the rap battle in Detroit, um, which is why he ends up meeting Dr. Dre because they end up having the, um, the rap Olympics, yeah. which is a, a nationwide rap battle and the best people from every city, you know, get sent there and he ends up taking number two in the nation. I wonder who beat him. It didn't say it in it. it, it didn't, didn't there's say. some, there's some there's really an intern from a record company. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some really good battle rappers. Yeah. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. there's, there's the story rappers. There's the rapper rappers. There's just battle rappers. Right. Like there's guys who, there's guys who are really good at battle rap. But they can't make it out and save their life. Tell me this though, because I always it's the same thing this. with yeah. hooping. There's like the street yeah. ballers who would yeah. never do well in, in the, the NBA. NBA. Not gonna work. Yeah. yeah. Like when you Anymore. watch someone freestyle like that, or when they battle rap, they've got some of that shit in their bag, right? They have like a well, thing that they're gonna like. They learn some stuff about the person to talk shit. Well, a freestyle is different than a battle rap. Yeah. Okay. Well, even on a freestyle, like I watched Little Dicky. Have you seen Little Dicky do freestyle? Yeah. Okay, that motherfucker goes off for like five well, minutes straight, and I'm like, yeah. he had to have some of those lines Not, that were sort of usable. Some people do. Um, but some people could, do. Some the people, problem today, you can call have, them out though. You can find it on another video. Well, and you don't. some some people have uh, starters. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they'll have starters or whatever, and then other people are just when you. It's just like anything else. When you practice, um, like you get good at it. Well, yeah, you just yeah. you muscle. just you just you just do it every day, and you're constantly just rapping in your head. Or you're constantly like the guy next. You pull up in a guy next to you, and you just start battling him. Right. He's not battling you, but you right. start talking shit right. about him. About what he's wearing, what he's looking like, and, and, is, and you get good at it, and, and you it can is, just yeah, do that it. little dicky one's fuck crazy. The little dicky's like, good. Practice and training goes a long way. I mean, I'm just thinking of doing like improv rehearsals for several years. True, yeah. And with improv, you always have to do improv songs. And I, after like a year, I quit being on stage. I was always the voice guy, so it was me on the microphone, and I would have to do sound effects and do songs and and whatever. Pew, 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 so pew. I was like, I got even better at doing songs because I. <laughs> yeah. Often had to, and it was you were just making shit like yeah. based on whatever the suggestion for the scene was, yeah. like whatever's happening on, and you can just fucking. And I, I'm sure I wasn't fucking great 
you know. Like, I've but got, some people are, though. Some people are good at it. When yeah. you're already that good at shit, yeah. you know, you just see language differently. And you're already, like, when, you know, you're laying down the first half of the rhyme and you're already thinking about splintering eight different options of what yeah. would rhyme with that that'll set up the next rhyme that'll, I mean, you're just flowing that way, you know. Yeah, it's it's pretty, I mean, like I said, it's it is a learned skill. Right. Yeah, uh, because even from the age of 15, he wasn't the greatest, you know right. what I mean? But as he, he just did it, that's probably all he did mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Wrote, yeah. rap is all he did. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it became his obsession. Uh, I talked about I wanted to do C.T. Fletcher, um, who's a weightlifter. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I don't know most of the stuff, documentaries on him and stuff. But, but he has a thing that if you want to be great at something, if you want to be the best at something, it has to become your obsession. Right. And that's I the agree. truest thing I've ever heard. Like, um, because think about the rock and the way he weightlifts. Mm-hmm. It's an obsession to yes. him. Um, Eminem rapping. It's an obsession. Anybody yep. who's good or great at what they do, it, it is all they do. They're not a jack of all yep. trades. Yep. And that's where the saying comes from. Jack of all trades, master of none. You're right. good at a lot of stuff, right. but you can't master it because it isn't your obsession. Right. And so um, that's, that's where he came from. That's probably every single day, every waking mm-hmm. moment. Didn't care about graduating high school. No, no. That's all he had. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, and he did, he produced a movie, uh, I think in 2018, I, for, I forgot to check the date, called Bodied, which is about the underground rap scene. He's, yeah. I don't think he's in it. I think he just produced it. But, um, so the other thing about, about rap battles is a lot of the times you're going to know, oh, on Friday night, you're going up against fucking this guy so it's like you've got the week to think of what am i going to say to this guy right you know about what he did last week and fucking find some shit like you've got some time to come up with something but not much you know and you still have to be able to be responsive because a lot of times in a rap battle they go and then you go and then they respond to what you just said which is now them, well, that was his move know. in the eight mile movie where yeah, he yeah. says everything about his mom being right. on drugs right. and, yeah. dick, and then he yeah. fucked his girlfriend. He even said, yeah, you fucked my girlfriend. Like he went through the whole right. and the guy was like, I got nothing. Now right. Right. He had no ammo. Right. Yeah. It was smart. Yeah. yeah. He took it away from yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. So in LA, uh, he does that. And that's when Jimmy Iovine gets the tape and that's when, so he flies to LA to do this rap battle and he leaves LA having hung out with Dr. Dre and fucking signing a record contract. Yeah, he talked about, I, I think said like he was scared not to, not to kiss ass, not to fucking be starstruck. Like he's literally mm-hmm. idolized Dr. Dre and about to hang out with him going from being on stage in front of 30 people in some fucking place. You know what I mean? Especially in like 97 when he's big. Like yeah. you're in LA in 97 with and Dr. you just Dre. got put in a room with Dr. Dre. Fuck off dude. But, but then it went so well. You remember that interview with Dre saying that he just made a fucking track like right yep. away. Like he had yep. something and then yep. it was like, well, I'm as I'm on your level. I, I did some shit you like. Yeah. So the Slim Shady LP comes out in 99. Um, My name is was one of the songs that came from it, which I re- I haven't listened to that in years. And I re listened to it. I was laughing my ass off. And even then, like his first single, I was like, damn, you did some impressive shit in that. <laughs> like it's And it's like and it's just like nothing you've heard. Like I wonder it was sometimes like nothing like, that was out there. Does he have management that plans on that crazy stuff like the the real Slim Shady when like a hundred fucking dudes or 400 guys with bleach hair and fucking shirts right. walk into the right. music awards or whatever yeah. well, down sure. the aisles. Yeah. Like who planned yeah. all that? Well, he yeah. could say, I want that. And somebody's yeah. going to set it yeah, up. The director's yeah. Gonna yeah. Make you're going to, yeah, you're going to make it happen. And then 97 Bonnie and Clyde came out, which again, when I heard that, I was like, I have never heard 
I still to this day can't say I've really ever heard anything like that song yeah. in my entire life. So the 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 song is, and a lot of you might know the song, but you don't know the name. It's where he and Haley, who was a baby in the car seat in the back seat, are driving to the beach. And Kim's dead body is in the trunk. Is in the trunk. Yeah. I didn't know the name of that and song. And in the middle song, of it, yeah. he's like doing baby talk yeah. to keep the baby happy. Yeah. And at the same worry, time Haley. talking about, yeah. you know, mommy just went night night. What's yeah. that smell? Yeah. He says <laughs> terrible shit. Yeah. So bad. And then Stan, which is another huge, super dark song is a reaction to that song. Yeah. Like that's part of the, <laughs> yeah. what's like Stan's reliving that thing. But, um, yeah, well, I re-listened to it and like when it got to that line where, and you know, granted, I listened to it when I was in my fucking twenties and then listening to it now, it's like, I'm just picturing Vaughn in the back seat yeah. and me talking to him like sweetly right. after just having committed murder. Yeah. And I was just like, well, and, and, and part Christ. of the, part of the art, part of writing, you know what I mean? Like is, is your, your expression, like instead of actually going and killing somebody, you're able to write it down and get you know what I mean? Your, and get yeah, it out of your system. Your like, demon, this yeah. is what I want to do. Right. You right. know, but I can't. Yeah. So I'm going to write it, right. you know, and I'm going to put it in a song and people are going to listen to it. Right. This is, these are my emotions, you right. know, like, and, and that's, what's crazy about like when you have artists, especially when they're doing drugs, mm -hmm. fuck man, like the Deftones on drugs. Great. Deftones not on drugs. Horrible. Right. <laughs> Marilyn Manson, not on drugs, not as fucking cool. Right. One yeah. of my favorite rappers, Cage Kennels, a New York rapper, underground, on drugs, fucking madman. I mean, I just got goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Sick. And lyrically. And off drugs, I can't listen to him. Really? Pretty horrible. Wow. I, I yeah. just watched uh, Rogan. I didn't watch the whole episode, but uh, like the YouTube was just playing and Post Malone was on Joe Rogan and they were talking about that. He's like, would I have written that song if I wasn't doing drugs? Like, is that, yeah. he's like, I've been, I was, I had eight Bud Lights and a little bit of mushrooms yeah. and I sat down and that shit happened. They're talking about like, where does creativity yeah. originate? Where right. does it spawn? We don't know where that comes from. Right. And it's not like you can't force it. Like yeah. when I used to do those Patreon skits, like I go back you and listen, I yeah. listen to it now. I'm like, what fucking weird ass mindset was I in yeah. when right. I did that? Right. And then I'm, I would sit down here and struggle sometimes and be like, I fucking can't it. make it happen. That's nothing's why you have happening. writer's block. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's yeah. happening. Thing. You, you, you know, it's same thing when you try and go to sleep when you know you have to go to sleep you, your fucking body's like nah, right. nah. i don't want to go to sleep nope, self perpetual so yeah it's yeah. just it's just uh, it's a thing yeah. and uh, you could be driving down the street and come up with lyrics to a song that if you actually made that song you might be rich right, right. you know what i mean right. you don't know right. uh, a lot of songs country songs and stuff have been written on a napkin yeah. and they fucking and they're huge hits yep. you know like well, it's just fuck all Eminem shit it's like you yeah, know, on fucking uh, scratch paper and, yeah. Yeah. he does a weird method i saw a thing they said he writes like three columns like there's a method he's like these words all rhyme and they're sideways yeah he does some weird they shit they kind of go at a weird yeah. angle down the page but it's like these words rhyme they don't mean anything though and then he would find like fucking I don't know what the second I can't remember what the order of operations was but it was, there was a methodology He'd to fit it him in where yeah. he would like make it work and then refine it again and then the next one was like yeah. these words don't rhyme but they work find something that'll work for it like it's see crazy. and I, I have a friend who's who's really good um went to school with him and then met up with him later in life and uh he he makes music he's been making music for a long time and uh he never writes anything right and he'll just like he'll be like what beats you got and you like flip through beats and he'll be like oh i like that one and then he'll just be like he'll go through his head and he'll start reciting stuff and he'll be like no nah, not that one and he'll go off and it's like he has a fucking your old suiciding partner no, no not him. uh uh his name's little cud um Lil but cud. um uh hey he, do you know he, why he, a cow's chew grass no because good big cud's his brother <laughs> 
actually. Dave's head shake. Yeah. That wasn't a vegan joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a non-vegan. I killed the cow later and ate it. Oh, uh, okay. Then it wasn't a vegan joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, and the other thing about 97 Bonnie and Clyde is I think in 2000 ish, uh, Tori, Am- Tori Amos, the kind Amos, of folk singer, yeah. <laughs> uh, she did an album that was nothing but covers of other songs that she admired and she does 97 mm. Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. And it's a wow. trip. Yeah. I got to hear that. Trip. It's Elton, just like the, Elton John, uh, uh, did his own version of something too. Stan. Maybe did, Stan. he did stand yeah. by himself. Yeah. Um, and I have to say in that song when I was re-listening to it, it's one of my all-time favorite Eminem lyrics. He's talking to Haley and he says, there's a place called heaven and a place called hell, a place called prison and a place called jail. And daddy's probably on his way to all of them except one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, like, that's Marilyn awesome. Manson covered one of his songs too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Cause he, uh, in one of his videos, he's dressed up as Marilyn Manson. Like Marilyn Manson's a big fan of him too. Yeah. Well, they're and, all connected yeah. through Jimmy Iovine. Yeah. Yeah. So Jimmy Iovine discovered Trent Reznor, who discovered Marilyn Manson yeah. and Jimmy Iovine. And Marilyn and Manson. Dre. I mean, that'd be somebody to talk about too. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I fucking love Marilyn Manson, guy. man. Very that guy's he's super smart. Yep. Very he's a smart. Fucking weirdo. Crazy intelligent. Yeah. I don't know what was up weird. on that documentary I watched. He had like a green screen eye patch. I don't know what was happening. Only on him though. Everyone was <laughs> normal in the interview. Fantastic. Yeah. And you could just see like through yeah. his head. I was That's like, fantastic. what? Did he request a green screen yes. eye yes, patch? Probably. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's fucking crazy, man. Like great. He's I mean, like, why wouldn't he? What I want to do is make it look like I don't have an eyeball. Yeah. And you can see. Sure, no problem. No problem. Yeah, yeah. we can we can chroma we can key your that. eyeball out. That's we fine. Yeah. That. So, um, 2001, Marshall Mathers LP comes out. Um, I think it, the the latest numbers I saw were that it sold 22 million copies um, worldwide, and that was the one that's still the highest selling uh, rap album. Um, and this is where he really starts to get criticism for fucking glorifying drugs and glorifying violence and glorifying homophobia Mm. and, and all this different stuff. And again, he doubles down on it, you know, um, 2001, we're just going to, I'm not going to say a ton about his whole discography, but 2001, um, he releases his first album with the dirty dozen D 12 out of Detroit. Um, and, uh, that was in 2001. I, did mm. they do two studio albums? I believe so, yeah. I think they did two, and then yeah. Proof died, and they didn't do any yeah. more after that. Proof died in 2006. Um, 2001, he did the Grammys, the 43rd Grammy Awards with Elton John, um, and there were protests outside. Elton John was getting hate mail, yeah. saying, <laughs> how can you fucking support this guy? Like, there were protests outside. They call it the, the, the hug heard around the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but again, like we said, like they did it as just like, it's interesting that Elton John agreed to do it in the first place. He must've had a hell of a conversation with Eminem or already known him or something. Or he's but just, then, or but, he's cool as fuck. Like he's like, you know, he didn't judge first and right. listen to what he had to say yeah. when, when and that he, phone and call And if you down. listened to all of his stuff and watched his music videos, you're like, this guy's just, he's clowning around. That's like, what Marilyn Manson said. He, said. he yeah. said, if you don't get Eminem's sense of humor, he's like either we're both the same kind of crazy or like, you just don't get it. I guess yeah. he's like, he's it, it's a sense of humor. And it's a paraphrase, yeah. but he, it, even in a quote that I read from Eminem, he said in my raps, I'll either be joking about something or I'm serious about something. And if you can't tell the difference, yeah. you've got a fucking problem. Right. Cause when he's, when he's being serious about something, that rage, 
And that's what, that's the Bonnie thing I love Clyde. about his voice I mean, the, is that the, rage can come out of his the voice. The recording engineer said it was fucking crazy on that one where he's screaming and almost fucking crying and shit. Yeah. He said it was like, yeah. holy fucking shit. Like, like he was, he can just it was intense. Harness that fucking yeah. rage. It was like a circus you know, fire. Into a, into well, there's the, he does a song, I, I just don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. And like, that is like, I mean, he's, he shows he just right. don't give a fuck right. like it don't matter right. like right. and and but like the bonnie and clyde thing that emotion that it's real like i said that's something he was feeling mm -hmm. he just didn't act right on, you right. know like or it's like um, or you would i would compare like mosh which he wrote in response to the patriot act and what we did after 9 11 yeah. and he hated george bush and yeah. mosh was his call to action to like fucking stop this president that yeah. he hated or whatever the secret service was but after the, him yeah, for secret service was after him. <laughs> but then meanwhile he does a song where he's making fun of triumph the insult comic dog because he hates him and he does the song ass like that yeah which is just wildly funny stupid fucking song yeah. it's like if you can't tell the difference right <laughs> like yeah there's a problem yeah for you know? sure that's just like, I mean, I, I compare it to like our show. Uh, we say things all the time. And if you can't tell, some people can't. Like right. we get no, messages true. and they don't true. understand that, listen, it's a joke. How like, dare you, you make know. a boat out of a hooker? Yeah. yeah she right. deserves a proper burial. And right. putting milk and eating cereal out of her? <laughs> I mean, yeah, upset about it. Yeah. Or um, people will say we're making false information like that Oprah was fucking raised by whatever the fuck we said. Wolves. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Yeah. Was <laughs> that what it was? Yeah, I don't know. You guys just said that. I don't remember. I guess raised by wolves is a logical. <laughs> yeah. Especially because she was. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's a yeah. fact. Right. Yeah. And that's where they were confused. Yeah. So yep. don't ask again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so 2002, he did the Eminem show. Another great album. Super critically acclaimed. A lot of people put it in like, you know, top whatever lists of, of rap albums. Uh, Cleaning Out My Closet was in there, which was a great song. And then in 2002, Eight Mile came out. Um, the movie and the the soundtrack. And I think even though he was already huge musically, it felt to me that there was like a shift in the type of popular he was when eight mile hit, he went from being like this, I'm pushing buttons on MTV and offending parents and getting people pissed off or you're a rapper. So you like me. Yeah. And it felt like at eight mile, he like kicked open some door and was like, here I am. Everyone. Well, it's like, because go fuck off. I like think, I'm part and of this. Semi, I think once it's biographical too. So yeah. And I think once, know him, once like, it becomes a movie, uh, I almost think you start feeling sympathetic sure. for the character. Right. Who is Eminem. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and you know that going into the movie. Yeah. Uh, and once you watch that, it's the same thing. Like, you people would hate Justin Bieber, but I watched his documentary from him and he was a fucking tiny kid, you know, playing the drums. Right. And I have admiration and respect for him as a musician because you think he just did whatever he did and it's some bullshit but music. He's good. But he's an actual yeah. musician. Same right. thing with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like when you watch those documentaries and you see their struggle and you understand like that, oh no, they're not just that guy that's at his house trying to make music. Right. They're fucking like legit, and you will never be on that level. There's a Garth Brooks one on there now that was yeah. a couple, and it's really cool to see him like he was really? playing in old bars. He played like fucking Kiss songs and a bunch of crazy yeah. shit. Wow. Just did covers, yeah. yeah. And 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 people like that. And once you like, okay, you know Garth Brooks, you know, okay, whatever. But then once you watch the documentary and you start associating that you know sympathy for their character, right? Uh, that that becomes an entirely different people thing, before, yeah. and that's yeah. where yeah, that's where like people who have never listened to anything before from Eminem watch the movie because somebody else was watching it and they're like, oh fuck, that's crazy. Right, I'm gonna go get this album or yeah. go listen to this song because right. that's really cool, you know? Yeah, and lose yourself is great, great song. Yeah, like to I mean, it's probably his most famous song. 
but that's like, the mom, mom spaghetti at about yeah it's mom spaghetti yeah. about three and a half minutes like three minutes and 40 seconds into that like the first time i heard it i was just like i've never i never heard a flow like that jesus yeah. christ um but 2002 is a good year for him eight mile comes out he wins the academy award for eight mile i think crazy he won, an academy award yeah i think there he won are a actors Grammar. that yep. fucking are like god yep. damn it he won it. Well, he wasn't for it. wasn't for acting. It was for the soundtrack. Yeah, but still. But still, it, you know, he got an Academy. If you're going for an EGOT, there's there's yeah. people. There's he's halfway. Who, he's halfway to an EGOT. Yeah, he's got the What's Grammy. The, the there's Emmy, people who do Grammy, Grammy yeah. Oscar, Tony. Yeah, yeah. They do. They, there's people who do soundtracks that are like, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all he's got to do realistically is turn Eight Mile into a Broadway show mm-hmm. and win mm-hmm. a Tony. That won't be hard to pull off. That can happen. And then he gets the T. No, because the storyline is is actually yeah, a yeah, good yeah. storyline. I'm just I mean, trying to, like I a, want him yeah. to get the EGOT. Yeah. So th- then all he has to do at that point is get the the Emmy and do something that's, on that's TV. That's a little harder, yeah. Which it wouldn't really be. He, he, he could, again, just do the soundtrack. Yeah, they could yeah. ice tea. He does the soundtrack. You know I mean? It's like, he, he could oh, be true. In, he went on know. SVU, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to act, though. He can just do the yeah. soundtrack on something on HBO and like... If yeah, he wins the Emmy. He's got his. Yeah, there are symphony orchestras like that. Fucking, they do yeah, all this they, crazy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, and he's talking about sweaty palms and <laughs> yeah, mom's spaghetti, spaghetti and fucking. Yeah, <laughs> but again, though, it's the feeling of the soundtrack yeah. for the right, movie. Right. No, there, there's perfectly. like people that are like he's like Bob Dylan. He's one of like he got like Rolling Stones like greatest songwriter, all kinds of yeah. fucking crazy mm-hmm. accolades. Like mm-hmm. he he is in the highest fucking echelon of music on, across many yeah. levels. Yeah. But it's just, I guess you don't take him as seriously as Bob Dylan. Because he's a rapper. Bob Dylan, well, A, he's a rapper, yeah. and B, he does a song where he's acting like Triumph the Insult comic dog saying, right. ass like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it tends to, to make people not take you very seriously. But then also that same year is where he discovered uh, 50 Cent and then got him signed yeah. with Dre. Um, so that was a... 2002 was probably a pretty good year for him, except Karma's a bitch. That was also the year that he got addicted to pain to pain killers. He got addicted a long time ago when mom was sprinkling on his food. That's true. Mm. He 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 says that working on Eight Mile was where he turned a corner. And uh, someone gave him a within a year. I think he was said he was taking like 30 Vicodin a day or something. Well, the Eight Mile thing probably brought back a lot of memories. Well, Eight Mile he was working 16 hour days on set and he couldn't sleep. He had like insomnia and one. the other people gave him an Ambien and he yeah. slept like a fucking rock and he's like oh shit like yeah just get a prescription everybody takes it yeah and then fucking I've heard slept like the I've rock, heard the rock only sleeps four hours a night yeah. that's true yeah. so he did two encore in 2004 then he took a hiatus um after his second divorce from Kim and he got more into to uh pills and so forth and this is when at some point someone recommended that he he switch over from uh, Vicodin and Valium into doing methadone. Oh yeah, because it was it was it's easier he, on his liver. <laughs> he bought it from a dealer, yeah, and took some scientific information from them. <laughs> yeah, he said no, they didn't have it. Probably they just had methadone. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it's just like it's just easier on your liver. Like, oh thank yeah, you, doctor, sure. drug dealer. Thank you, doctor, methadone. So he takes <laughs> methadone, and I don't know what this means exactly. That's actually, a but it said that it was methadone. he took so yeah it is he took he took the equivalent of four bags of heroin. They're probably saying doses, maybe. I don't know if the doctor knows what's in a bag of heroin, right, probably. Right. But he probably well, a bag made, of heroin, I think, is you get a baggie, you do the bag. Yeah, it's like a little yeah. bit. 
So he almost died. Um, and he was then two they, hours from yeah, death. They said yeah. if he had not come in, he would have died within two hours. So they just checked like him in, the, just like when he was nine in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> he did uh, rehab. Um, he missed uh, Haley's Christmas and got pissed off and depressed and left rehab, and then fell back even worse. And that was when uh, Elton John put on a sparkly cape and flew to the rescue. <laughs> and um, very sparkly. He had plenty and platform had shoes. Plenty, yeah, uh, and actually like helped coach him through to sobriety. Um, I don't know. Was Elton John ever an addict? I don't know. I would I assume know he probably I was. Seen his, yeah. I, I haven't seen this behind the music. I mean, yeah. yeah. Or that movie. Wasn't there a movie? Usually There's somebody. Movie. I'm, usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that movie. Yeah. Usually someone who sponsors you, I believe, was a, a prior addict. Right. Because they know what you're going right. through. Right. And even if he wasn't an addict, I promise you three-fourths of his friends were addicts uh, like i know sure. he, yeah. he knew the he knew what to do to a musician who was an addict um so he he helped out he did relapse in 2009 um he did recovery in 2010 um marshall mather him helping produce the tupac uh albums oh uh-uh. yeah he fucking uh it said in 2003 he says lifelong fan of tupac and uh, he produced 12 of the 16 tracks on uh, Loyal to the Game. So Eminem actually produced 12 of the 16 tracks on yeah. Tupac's album. What, like a I'm Alive Tupac album or a Tupac Island? I don't Island know. Album? I don't know what it says. It says uh, <clears throat> say a year? three tracks on Resurrection. So when did that come out? Is that after he died? He has like Machiavelli mm. albums and shit. So right, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did he produce some of his post-death albums? I don't know. He, he said, had to have. He couldn't have been. He wasn't producing Tupac. While Tupac was while alive? Tupac was Tupac. Even if know. Even if there was an overlap of life. Because Tupac was still alive. Well, yeah, and Tupac was big before Eminem yeah, got Yeah, Eminem big. wouldn't have produced. Yeah, he had, it had to have been a re-release. 94, 96. Like, that's when Eminem was coming up. Um. Because he's a little so younger. So look up Loyal to the Game and see what year it yeah. was. Yeah, I can. Um, so he did uh, Marshall Mathers LP2 in 2013, um, which is a fucking great album. Like, I didn't listen to that album for a couple years which after one's that it one? came out. Marshall Mathers LP2 yeah. with Rhyme or Reason and So Much Better and different. I really, I really fucking love that album. Um, and then he did revival in 2017, which really got shit on by everyone. And I was stoked when revival came out and I listened to it and I'm, I'm happy and sad about the backlash he got from revival. Cause when I listened to revival, I felt like he was on the verge of some new thing, but he wasn't there yet. And revival was an important step to like, I felt like the album after revival was going to take him in some new direction musically. And he wasn't quite there yet, but he did the album anyway, kind of a thing. But then everybody took such a shit on revival that he went full fucking slim (laughs) shady and just attacked the world. Um, So I don't think we ever got what that evolution was going to be because he was forced back into boxing mode. Um, But again, I'm not sad about it because Kamikaze was a great album and that whole Fucking him versus the mumble rapper world. Yeah, I wonder what comes out was pretty fantastic. When you're a musician who has, you know, a career that contains multiple albums and evolves, if you don't, if you didn't have audience feedback, if you didn't know how well it did, like if you're in some kind of vacuum, like a bubble, like you release the album, the whole world knows what happens, but they just keep telling you to write music and you don't get to see what happened. 
You right, know what I mean? Until right. it's and all done. Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just keep doing it. And it's yeah. like, yeah, none of it did great. And it's like, or you could come out of the bubble like, okay, you get to go out and see how you yeah. did. Five albums, right? Yeah. You're the most everybody famous hates, fucking or star. Or everybody hates you. Or no one's ever yeah. heard of you because your well, shit didn't You're wild stallions anywhere. and you yeah. saved the universe. Yeah. yeah, and the other thing is like, the part of it, a lot of people write albums and they don't care like on somebody on Eminem's level, in the beginning, you care. You want to build the for fan sure. base. You want to. You want to make the help best. Help to be a little bit influenced but about controversy for or sure. feedback. Or, but the other thing is that you want, like this next album coming out. I want to experiment. I want to do this. Yeah, like, I want to change. Like, I don't want to just be the same. I want to do this, and right. that's what people do. And that's you why they have come out. to change. That's oh, what they Taylor Swift yeah. said. Yeah, she was like, you, I can, you can't keep doing the same yeah. shit. You have to constantly be new and fresh. Sometimes you can't change too much, or everybody's like, oh, they change. Yeah, because well, and then you get new fans though. So like. The other thing or is, or you're trying to be like this person, or they're trying to be yeah, like that person now. Yeah. And the, the other thing is, too, sometimes you change and you're before your time. Like mm-hmm. that album that you just did, people aren't going to get it. Right. But five years, six years, 10 years down the road, people are going to go back to it and be like, wait a minute, holy fuck. Or realistically, people aren't going to go back to it and go, holy fuck. But somebody is. Yeah. Some fucking rapper is going to go back and look at Revival and be like, God damn. What was like that punk was band? That, it, what was the black what I mean? punk and band then, that the Ramones like fucking made it and the other band didn't? They're called like fucking Black Sex or some shit. I hope it, that was the Black name. Sex Pistols. No, there's like yeah, some black dudes. Sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck, what was it? It was like the before the Ramones or the Ramones, like they were fucking something crazy, like their name. We talked about it before. Yeah, we and did. They were called like, yeah, they were called something like Black Sex and that's why they didn't make it. Right. They're like but, credited for, for making punk rock, but they really didn't. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, Kamikaze came out. Uh, again, great songs on it, um, and that was that was the one that came out in 2018. And that was you know just if you missed that era, um, there's some really great videos uh, and raps and counter raps and some mm. beefs and Kamikaze and, was good. Yeah. yeah, Kamikaze was good, and it was him assaulting mumble rap in general. Um, and then in and he dropped it like. No one even knew he was working on an album. And then it was just like he sent a tweet out on a Tuesday morning and said, I remember you texted me. Yeah. Dude, Eminem just dropped an album. Fuck. Like, because Revival had just had just come out like the year, a couple of months before. The year before. I'm trying to find when it was. Revival was. Yeah, 2017 and then 2018 Kamikaze came out because all the reviews were bad and then all these fucking young rappers were talking shit about it. So he fucking came back strong and hit with that album and, the band and he was, did that. The, he did the band the was called uh, cover. it was called Death. It was a Detroit oh, band. Death. Three That's young right. black yeah. brothers okay. and it said they were before Sex Pistols, before the Ramones, before the Clash and then it, it just didn't happen yeah. for whatever. It needed reason. a second word. Yeah. Black death, black death, or monkey death, sex, death, death monkey. monkey. I like death, death monkey, mm-hmm. monkey, monkey death. Been. Like either, like you just need another word with death, and yeah. you've got a band name. Death like, fart, yeah, death fart, fart yeah. death, <laughs> death guitar, throat guitar death. Like you yeah. need a second throat, death throat death. death, death throat. Like I'm down with all these, yeah. but just death. You're, That's why they didn't make it. Yeah. Death by throat. Yeah. Ramones was one, but I can just work. It's like the a Reese's Ramones. peanut butter was, cup, and you open it, and it's just a blob of peanut butter. Yeah. That's not a candy bar. That's peanut butter. Hey, everybody. This is Johnny Ramone. That's my. Ramone. That's a good yeah. Johnny Ramone. Yeah. And I say that having no idea what Johnny Ramone sounds like. That's what he sounds like. You know what he sounds like, like, just not when he speaks. Right. right. He, he, sounds like, he sounds like a monotone <laughs> New York guy. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. My that name's Johnny sense. Ramone. Sound just like Kylie. 
It's my name. <laughs> what is happening? I have a deep voice because I suck a lot of cock. <laughs> You're kind of doing like what? a Trump thing with your mouth. Like your lips. Are, that's uh, how New Yorkers talk. Yeah. That is very Trumpish what you're doing right now. Put your hands up. Now do your do your impression of Kylie Ramone. <laughs> Hi, my name's Kylie Ramone. I want I'm some from, coffee. I'm from Syracuse, New York. Oh man. So then I just painted my deck, guys. Did you guys know that? I just painted my deck. It used to be it used to be Now you're uh, British. Uh, <laughs> You're okay. kind of Billy Idol all of a yeah. sudden. Nobody talks to Billy Nobody. Idol that way. <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy Idol. That was pretty that good. That was actually a little bit more gravel, yeah. and you were totally there. Hi, I'm Billy Idol. It's not too bad That's for just going for off. Billy Idol out yeah. of the, out of your pocket. That's I mean, just out of nowhere. Off, yeah, yeah. Um, I want those Reese's I've, so bad. Dave I've, talked about I've Reese's. Seen, I'm like, hmm. yeah, I've seen the uh, I've seen the wedding singer. You know, that's where I get that from. So then 2020, he did it again, and he just dropped an album out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um, and it's music I think he texted me on that one, too. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was Music to be Murdered By. Yeah. Um, I think I saw that music one on Reddit. It was just by. like in the, the highlights of Reddit. It was all Eminem. And I was like, what the fuck happened with Eminem? Yeah. And clicked on it and saw the new album and, and got it. And it's kind of a funny album. It's like a – because the, the Alfred Hitchcock had an album called Music to be Murdered music By. Music to be Murdered By. Yeah. And it's just like this macabre, weird storytelling thing. And he takes samples from it and writes a bunch of songs about murder. And I looked up on eBay because so he had uh, Infinite, which was like the first album before anything, before all that shit. It was just yeah, like some his, self his thing. pre-indie thing. Uh, and you can find it, but I was like, is it a re-release? Is this really from fucking no, 90 something? Somebody printed it. Yeah, somebody but they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah. all the albums were, they're like pink or red or something. Yeah. So I don't know. If and I forget one. what he, at one point he did a re-release, he did a digital remaster of one of his earlier albums Eminem did recently. And I can't. I mean, it, probably the Slim Shady LP, probably his first one. And um, just like everybody is like doing re-releases and they clean them up. They do a digital remastering and then you can also buy it on vinyl. He did that. But instead of on vinyl, you could buy it on cassette, mm. which I thought was pretty fucking. Yeah. Awesome. Some people yeah, do all that digital yeah. remaster. Like, really, if you put it side by side. Like, no, they what's sound happening? better. Because like, no, they sound better. Equipment has gotten yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, equipment. I mean, think about twenty or thirty years of audio equipment. Right. Yeah. Big. And so they're just difference. like they have the original tracks, and yeah. it's on fucking mm -hmm. analog or something. They're going through playing the tape, and they're cleaning up static yeah. and hiss yeah. and whatever's yeah. happening. They go through. And I can digitally I mean, remaster the only from analog. The only thing that I, the only album I've been able to tell the difference is the digital remaster of Purple Rain. That Prince himself did right. the remaster, yeah. and I've listened to that album more than any other album in my life. And when I listened to it, tell. I was like, "Wow, this is just a cleaner, yeah. better balance, better." You know what's crazy know. is is well, like Pink Floyd did all kinds of cool stuff like this. But I was watching uh, Alan showed me a video yesterday of Steven Tyler on Howard Stern talking about the song "Sweet Emotion." That was and, a lot of people yeah, I know. to that. Um, yeah, I just want to give Alan credit. He got my a sister's out of that. cousin's baby's mama's <laughs> aunt, <laughs> Steven Tyler. Um, was on Howard Stern and just talking about sweet emotion and there's a, a maraca sound in there. Yeah. They didn't have any maracas and he reached over on the table because someone had had coffee and he just grabbed like a sugar pack, like a sweet and low pack and put it up to the microphone, had to turn it up <laughs> and that little <laughs> in sweet emotion is a sugar pack that Steven Tyler is fucking shaking and some other thing is like the string breaking on an instrument while he was playing but it made like 
this cool, weird little noise that you'll recognize if you listen to Sweet Emotion, and they just fucking left it in and then sampled it and kept using it. Yeah. And then the maraca is just a fucking sugar pack. Yeah. Wild shit. Like when Pink Floyd did all that, they did time. They really had alarm clocks, and all the fucking right. band members right. were like ringing alarm clocks and making the alarms go off and shit. That was really fucking happening. Yeah. And when they did tape delay, they would put their fingers on the fucking yeah. magnetic hold tape it. and yeah. hold it right. to make that shit happen in real time yeah. while some recording engineer is pressing 27 faders with his 10 fingers. Yeah. Well, that's like when, I mean, we talked about, you know, fucking. Uh, Bismarck, he and these guys making beats like, and, and they're cutting like, samples from tape, like yeah. and taping them together another eight to inch. make a beat. Yeah. Scotch like eight. literally I need the kick drum to <clears throat> do like yep. they cut yeah. it and tape it and they fucking tape them together. Yep. Like That's it's wild. fucking yeah. like you watch their tape reel and it's on a fucking eight millimeter, whatever fucking tape right. recorder, the task cam reel to reel fucking seventies reel to reel. And there's just tape marks through this fucking hole to make a beat. Crazy. Like, now motherfuckers are on their phones and yeah, iPads yeah, yeah. and computers yeah. just fucking pressing a button, yep. duplicate. Well, it's fucking. still even hard looking at a digital waveform to cut something real clean sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let alone These motherfuckers. scissors and scotch tape. Yeah, dude. Like, you got mom's were, orange, orange handle scissors. Yep. yep. Yeah. Fuck. And, and uh, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, it is, it is amazing. You're like, you look back in the 80s and you're like, oh, that beat sucks. Fuck that! Yeah, beat was badass to do that just to yeah. get that. There yeah. was no beat machine. There right. was no, you know, there was no thing that made a beat. Right. You know. So if you're if you're not a big Eminem fan, um, my I recommend like doing a dive. I will say, I mean, his albums aren't even. They're not equal or even no. the most Eminem albums. I think I think one almost thing, every Eminem album. It's like I love these three songs. Yeah, that's I how like every those album two is songs. Almost. I don't know. Eminem has some higher highs. I think for sure. Like I, I feel like there's the there's the songs that are truly art, and then yeah. it's like, but I still need five more tracks. You know? Yeah, I mean, you, you, somebody else probably likes those five true. tracks that you probably don't true. like, you know, and probably and true. that's that's one of the things though. Yeah. Like what I would recommend is go back and listen to the first album. Yes. Go back and listen to that when he was first like introduced and right. fucking listen to that shit because it it'll take you back. I yeah. mean, it'll take you back. And watch the videos. Yeah. The videos are pretty fantastic. Any old rap videos. Yeah. My son loves like old Buster Rhymes. Really? <laughs> oh my god, dude! I I fucking put on fucking which motherfucker stole my flow, <laughs> Eeny, meeny, and the fucking he's in the camera and out of the camera, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? My son is just fucking like, wow. <laughs> like he started singing fucking jump around today. He, he's nice. musically yeah. inclined for he sure, is, dude. Yeah. He, he's really he musically inclined. That yeah. that guitar video, like he is like on he, he was all, rhythm. Yeah. He's all get out your seat and jump around. I was like, what? And I was like, he's like. Get out your seat and jump around. I was like, oh. I was like, who's listening to that shit? It's crazy how yeah. babies like bend their legs and dance and shit. Like, yeah, you know, he's doing that. Like they talked about Eminem doing the rocking. My son, he'd be in his car seat and he'd be doing the fucking like sure, arching really. his back. Yeah, like just to a beat, like from when he was just a tiny baby. Why is that instinct? It must be some tribal it's, thing that's left is. in our DNA where we danced around fires and shit. I mean, just like just like bobbing your head, you start hearing music and it and it's natural right. to just you start. Do it. You just, you just start it do doing. It. It's weird though movement. that programs that like a learned behavior. They've proven it now. They like learned behavior gets encoded into your DNA. It's like, even if you weren't a good wrestler, but then you go to wrestling and do all that good shit, then your kid will be a good wrestler. You weren't, you just practice until you're good. And then you have a kid, you pass that on. That's fucking, that's crazy. It's weird. All right. Now say, well, I guess that's, I guess that's why, I guess that's why like your kids developed the traits that you developed. Right. Cause like, I wasn't necessarily 
they're right. good at some things. I mean, but a lot I of times you do things you're good at. Yeah, but, true. but you can yeah. train yourself to be good at something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're not very good at it. You train yourself to be good, and right. then your kid's good at it too, or better. Actually, your kid's usually better than you. Right. Or has the capacity to be. Oh, to for be. sure. Yeah. Like my daughter can just play piano. Like that one time yeah. she wanted to do the talent show, she learned the ukulele that night and learned how to play and sing a song on the ukulele. I was like, what the fuck? I've been playing guitar since I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. And like yeah, you bitch. just recently, like in, in my fucking mid thirties at SWAT, all of a sudden something clicked where I was like, oh, hey, I could sing this one song as long as I do it with these chord changes. And then it kind of progressed to where I was yeah. like, oh, I can sort of play and sing now. But it took until my 30s. Right. And like she did it in a night. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. All right. Speaking of that, social media winner, <laughs> uh, episode 502, George Washington, the reluctant warrior president. Um, Max, oh man, this last name, M-O-I-S-A-N-E-N. Not going to work here anymore. Mosanson. Matt Samsonite. Moissanen? No, Moissanen. I don't even know. Moissanen. Moissanen. You got to do the floorboards of my Porsche. Napkins, papkins, papkins, papkins. All right. So anyway, he's going to win a t-shirt for sharing on Facebook. Thank you for participating on social media. We reward that because it's difficult to get people to see shit. So if you're helping us get people to see shit, that's great. Um, also, oh, you know what? Uh, thanks, Nick Hooker, for this whiskey. I was going to try to make sure I oh, yeah. note what whiskey we're Yo, drinking. Oh, the larceny. Yeah. Um, Connor, was- Connor Brennan messaged us. He had ordered, uh, he was telling me he's doing God's work. He messaged on our Facebook and he ordered someone a seven pack and like got it delivered to their house to try to get them to try Teco. So he ordered all the flavors. Oh, nice. And then he showed me like a, a, a conversation. He got someone at work to listen to the podcast and now they're listening. And he reminded me that they had come and like got to sit on the couch and shit and that Nick Hooker gave us this whiskey. So I came down here and checked all the names. Thank God it was on this shelf. Cause I was like, man, I hope I don't right. have to turn around all these fucking bottles over here. It better be on this shelf. And it was. That was so, a lazy find. Yeah, so, so thank you. That's a lazy find. Thank you, Nick Hooker for the larceny. <laughs> and I'm um, drinking Kerry Sobrowski's uh, Minnesota 14. Yeah, that shit's good. It is good. Yeah. His, the, that bottle of uh, whiskey's lazy, just like Nick. He just yeah. lays there on his back while yep. he's getting fucked. One lazy <laughs> hooker. Yeah, that is appropriate. All right. So um, also, uh, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out other cool podcasts like Paranormal Punchers and Hillbilly Horror Stories. Uh, you call it PPN? We're PPN? part of the PPN. PPN? Pod... Wait, what? PBPN. We're part of the PBPN. Podbelly. PBPN. No, Podbelly is one word. Podbelly. Yeah. So PPN. PPN. Podbelly Podcast Network. You guys know I like a lot of P's. Like yeah, that's Papusa. What the, the cool yeah. kids call it that. Um, yeah, PPN. PPPN. The network. Another PPPN show is Ectoplasm, and I'm supposed mm. to do a, another guest spot on Ectoplasm wow. in the next, next couple of weeks. He was messaging me trying to get, to get me going. I want to get on there and talk about the ghost loads I see. Do it. <laughs> do yeah. it. Absolutely. Do it. Just You should crash the show. <laughs> yeah. Show up like you're going to yeah. do it and just talk about ghost loads the yeah. whole time. All right. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me when you're going to get <laughs> on. Right. I'll just pop in. I'll tell, I'll tell him I'm going to do the show, and then you get on there, and he won't recognize yeah. the voice, and then you just do it and start yeah. talking about he ghost loads. He won't want me. Yeah, so I have to. we have to trick him. We should start doing that. That. Actually, Say, just like, 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 hey, you want me on the show? Yeah, I'll get you yeah, on there, and then yeah, you yeah. come and start, and then I'll start, and I'll just Tap I'll keep in. it going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Dave had to leave, uh, but I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> ghost loads. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let me tell you about my ghost loads. <laughs> Thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, it comes in seven flavors. It's nutritious and delicious. You can get it at Walmart. You can get it at Target. If you see it in the wild, take a picture and put it on social media and tag us. Tag El Yucateco. If El Yucateco posts, go over there and and say that we sent. So just say. At Sofa King Podcast sent me, or I love Sofa King Podcast, something over there just so they know um, that we're relevant and that we're not washed up old podcast men. 
I don't know. As, as far are. as the podcasting years are like dog years, we're we're getting up there. Yeah, we are. We've got 500 episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what's happening. Mm. My knees hurt. My elbows hurt. Mm-hmm. My mic wrist hurts. This is a sport of longevity. It is. Yeah. yeah. So. And El Yucateco has a new flavor out. It's called the flavor you haven't tried yet, you lazy ass. So go buy a bottle <laughs> of it and eat it. You can't find it. You can get a, a hot sauce pen pal. Someone will trade yeah. you. I know uh, Steve Foster just did that with someone. They traded some hot sauce. He traded hot sauce for Canadian maple syrup, I think. So you might have some commodity. Oh, yeah. You can oh, trade yeah. whatever weird thing you yeah. have that they can't some get. Some places That's don't have true. salt. Yeah. Right. They might need salt. So do that. Check out El Uh You can go to the website. You can buy gear. They've got hot sauce holsters and shirts and uh, the keychains. We've got some of those keychains I'm giving out. i got the little bottles. I'm fighting mm-hmm. for those neoprene keychains, though. Those are hard to fucking find, but I do have minis right now. So I've used oil mixed with antifreeze. All right. So if anybody needs that, if you got a dog or cat, uh, you're trying to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. if you yeah. need that, you can send me some techo. I'll send you a quart of that shit. We got like Dave's yeah, looking got a at gallon. the a phallic ringer. Oh, He's yeah. ready for it. Um, so also uh, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, oh, I fucking skip printer cheap. Printer cheap. Go to printercheap.com if you need printed goods. If you need some stickers, you can use code Sofaking Podcast and save some money. And also check out Jimmy D's Tees. Uh, check out retrovague.com. Check out SKR Apparel. That's S U I K E R Apparel.com and support your own. And I think that's all I got. Yeah. That's everything. Did all the sponsors. Yep. Sure. Uh, we have a uh, new school member of the month. We do. Um, <sighs> it's, I don't know his last name. But the first name I can't that goes say it. pairs with the last name is Arvid. He could be Madonna. You know, Madonna? How do you say it? God, that I don't, thing. That is obnoxious. <laughs> it's because... And that's me saying that they shit. They hear it, but they don't realize it moves the whole room, like no. the desk moves. It made the fucking mini Death Star flicker on and off. Did it really? Yes. Shut the fuck up. Uh, no, it's on, though. It was off. What did happen That's just weird. now? Why did that come on when I rang the bell? Because you rang the bell. Hmm. You can it's a powerful bell. bell. What's I'm, his name? Arvid Madonna? I'm trying to get the spelling for you because I can't say it either. I'm going to call him Arvid Potato. <laughs> no, that works. Okay. <laughs> One Let's go month, the Arvid month. Potato. Arvid yeah. Potato. Yep. Congratulations. We're going to talk shit about you all month. We're going to say positive things. Let's change You're it right. up. You're right. We're going to we'll talk positive about positive things. things. We're just going to prop him up. Like how... He saved his mother from a burning bridge First at all, one time. It's not Arvid, it's Arvids. It's Arvids. Arvids. Yeah. Oh, my bad. It's pluralized. There's multiples of them. Yeah. Yes. But that's how that's the last um, name. I don't know how you it's, say it. Well, I've it's never not tried. Arvids. It's probably like Arvids. Well, the yeah, thing is, he's. Let me the, see his name. Let we've been fucking up Gesa for a long time, too. Jessa? Uh, oh, Lamanis. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's Arvids because yeah. it's at, he's actually made up of like multiple I Arvids. I think it's like 768 Arvids. Yeah. And they like fuse together to make uh, Arvids. Yeah. But then when he gets off work and goes home, they collapse back into like little, they're Latvian oh, nanobots. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Not kind of. That's what they are. Sort of formless little fleshoids. Just because yeah. they're organic yeah. doesn't mean they're not nanobots. Dude. Yeah. Right. Right. Come they on. can be. Yeah. But it just don't, don't don't assume it's a bunch of small Arvids. They're just generic fleshoids with like hair sticking mm. off of them. Little. And then they like kind of go meat around the house like little meat wads. Yeah. yeah. That's closer. They, yeah. they yeah. crawl around the house and then when the alarm goes off in the morning, they congeal into Arvids and then they go on about hmm. their day. And they, they absorb uh, nuclear it's just, radiation. It's just all, not the, a, all the fallout in Eastern Europe. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. not an American thing. It's just no, different. Very common um, there. Yeah, very but common. like I said, we're gonna say positive things. Like the time he saved his mom from a burning bridge, mm-hmm. and then he took her to a dumpster and threw her in and caught the dumpster on fire. <laughs> right. 
Um, you know, but it was cold. It was yeah. cold. There were homeless. He didn't people know she was going to die. Yeah, like he didn't he know was, she was going to die. He was trying to help the homeless. Yeah. yeah, it was bittersweet. That's what happens when you help the homeless. You kill your mom. Right. So anyway, uh, congratulations, Arvids. Uh, you are the Skull Member of the Month. Uh, your care package will be going out shortly. Uh, if you don't get it, I don't know. Must got Cotton Customs. Yeah, got, just, yeah, yeah check that out. Um, he just got a giant care package because he was like working and moving and stuff. So shit built up. It was quite wild. Hmm, it was quite a bit of shipping, good. really. It was a box full of shit and it was going to Eastern Europe. So it was like, it was yeah. expensive, Arvid. So I hope you it appreciate expensive. it. <laughs> it was real expensive. Real expensive. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Also check out El Yucateco underscore hot sauce on Instagram. Check out uh, Jimmy D's Teas, uh, Podbelly. Go check them out. Uh, I am at Raised with Wolves. We have Sophie King Brent and Sophie King Dave. Uh, go to patreon.com backslash Sophie King podcast. Support the show. Stop being a fuck face peasant. If your significant other is a fuck face peasant, uh, don't be sharing shit with them. Yeah. Uh, they need to get their own shit. Close yeah. your eyes. It's time Nick. to be responsible. Close your eyes. Yeah, it's time to be responsible. Uh, we're all adults here. Uh, take responsibility for your own actions. Right. And then uh, pay for the consequences your, mm-hmm. yourself. Right. Uh, you know, um, cause if you're sharing with a fuck face peasant, that makes you a fuck face peasant. It's just, it's how it works. Mm. So don't share care. Don't share is what I right. say. Care. Right. Don't share this in this specific instance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to make them be an adult. Yeah. Cause uh, you're just, you're enabling them. Yes. That's exactly right. You're we enabling don't want, them. We don't like, enablers. like they're walking around thinking, Oh, I'm not a fuck face peasant anymore. And they are. Yes. Like when yeah. judgment day arrives yes. and they face the swirly <laughs> gates. The swirly gates. Yeah. Swirly gates. <laughs> yep. They have to that's talk the to Doctor the Who Muffin. version. Yeah. yeah, that's the stripper I met. Swirly gates. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, when you face the stripper swirly gates, she's yeah. going to ask you if you're a fuckface peasant. And when you the stripper kind of should be lie. pearly gates, like the necklace. Yeah. yeah. Swirly gates. It'd be pearly and swirly. Maybe. I'm it just telling, I just met her. Yeah. Her name is Swirly Gates. Oh. And she can tell if you're a fuckface peasant. Yeah. She's got like. She's a, the black she's, sheep of the Gates family. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. got a knack for it. So if you run into the Swirly Gates. Bill's daughter from a previous like, oh. affair. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. The Swirly exactly Gates. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't pay for her college. No. So she has to do it. <laughs> yeah, shipping, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Spotify playlist, uh, Sof King podcast. Just search that and play this shit come up. Spotify in the app there. Yep. Pretty much it. Don't be retarded. What's special about this album? What's special about it is uh, it's cleaning up a lot of things that should be cleaned up. But you know, I never could have cut them for four four four. Uh, it's kind of challenging. Fofo, bulldog, no bark, all bite. I mix perks with the lean, I put the sauce in Sprite. My trout hotter than the sauna, we on the block all night. Hey, look, there really is some drama, then it's gone on sight. I remember being broke, hustling back in them days. We gone fishing for them junkie, call it catching them jays. We at the wind, Dixie Walk, I selling coke was a phase. Look, I really spent my life, I'm not just quoting the phrase. I had to borrow. I'm in my sock and I ain't talking grenade. Hey, bring drums on your block and I ain't talking parade. Had the squad clean you up and I ain't talking to maid. Fuck them crackers, fuck the feds, fuck the SWAT and brigade. Five in the morning, junkie at my door. Sleep in the trap, mattress on that floor. Serve them through the bars, what you asking me for? Ain't no front, just get you fixed, then go. Five in the morning, junkie at my door. Sleep 
up in the trap, mattress on that flow. Serving through the bars, what you asking me for? Ain't no front, just get you fixed, then go. I keep a pack in the trunk, keep a chip on my shoulder. Keep a stick on the seat, the bitch don't fit in the holster. Keep the styrofoam double cup and all in my coaster. I'm lean back in the rover, bad bitch from my chauffeur. Ship a pack from the bay, I put a prayer in the air. No seatbelt on, it's still a strap on my chair. Keep a phone at the light, when I stop, they stare. No forgiveness for the op, you want to smoke, I shit. Five in the morning, junkie at my door. Sleep in the trap, mattress on that flow. Serving through the bars, what you asking me for? Ain't no front, just get you fixed, then go. Five in the morning, junkie at my door. Sleep in the trap, mattress on that flow. Serving through the bars, what you asking me for? Ain't no front, just get you fixed, then go.